So the Cleveland Indians, five straight wins now. Ball game! The Indians win their sixth in a row. So the Cleveland Indians have swept the doubleheader from the Yankees. They have swept the three-game series. Swung on line to short. Caught by Lindor! The Indians survive in game one. And a major league leading 16 shutouts for the drive. And the Indians have a season-best 10-game win streak. So if there was anything the Indians didn't do well today, good luck finding it. The Indians have now won 12 in a row. And the Indians make it 13 consecutive wins, 14 straight. They equal the club record for the longest winning streak in franchise history. For the first time, 15-game winning streak. Club record, 16 consecutive wins for the Cleveland Indians. They've done it again! 17 in a row! Right now, there is no stopping the Cleveland Indians. 19 in a row for the Indians. The fourth longest winning streak in Major League history. The Indians have matched the American League record. 20 in a row! History! American League record winning their 21st consecutive ballgame. Bruce awaiting the 2-0 pitch. Here it comes. A swing and a drive to deep right. Down the line. Base it. Into the corner. Around third. Coming home, Ramirez. It's a game winner for Jay Bruce. And history marches on. Welcome to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. There you hear the best broadcaster in the whole damn world, Tom Hamilton, calling 22 straight for the Cleveland Indians. Now, the audience already telling me, Fanzone, if you're going to bet against the Tribe tonight, long pull on the emotions last night, lost our streak last year after a long, drawn-out, extra inning game. Look, I'm not betting against the Indians. I'm not doing it. I did it once. I bet against them. They were minus 500 on the money line. And Kluber was on the mound, and I just felt like that's the most Cleveland thing ever, that Kluber will be the one. He'll go out there first and he gets shelled by 15 runs, and then we're, we're going to lose the game, and I was wrong. I, I would, I, you know, there's times I would agree with you. That would be the most Cleveland thing ever. You get so close to greatness, and then you just can't do it. But, dude, honestly, it feels like the fortunes have turned. It feels like things have changed. I mean, you've got you've got perennial championship, you know, contender in the Cavaliers. You've got the Cleveland Indians on a two-year tear right here. And I don't want to say the Browns are getting better, but at least it looks like they are. They're, this, they're getting a little better. This has to be the best time to be a Cleveland sports fan in the history of Cleveland sports, right? How is it not? Yeah, because when the Indians were went to the World Series, the Cavs were like lousy. The Cavs were lousy, and I'm sure the Browns were lousy. I mean, I'm sure. Safe right? bet, right? Safe <laughs> bet. Yeah, yeah. That's not far off. Yeah, safe bet. Um, so yeah, I, I don't, yeah, probably. I don't, right? I don't see how it's not. I mean, I was I was watching the. I fell asleep in the middle of the game last night, but I was watching it last night, and I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, dude, this is it. Like, like soak this in because eventually it's all going to turn sour. Again. Like, I don't know about the '60s or whatever, but like in my in my lifetime, there's never been a better time to be a Cleveland sports fan than right now. It I would agree feels with that. Like it, yeah. Because the, at least, because you're right, because the Browns are at least giving you optimism. Like it's like, all right, well maybe Kaiser's the real deal, and you know, there's a couple of defensive things we're happy about. So yeah, I mean, they look improved. You know, after after you know all the years and all the decades of just being a joke. I mean, it just seems like every couple of months, I'm like, yeah, sports yeah. are good. Yeah, like, yeah. So you don't I, have to be a fan of everybody else. No, exactly. You but, don't have to have a secondary team right now. You don't have to be like, well, I wonder what they're doing. No, because you can 
pay attention to your teams. It's great, man. Absolutely. I'm pretty excited. We're going to see if we can get my good buddy Mark Munch Bishop to join us this morning and uh, to talk a little Tribe. He's a Tribe yeah. fanatic. It'd be interesting to talk to him. Maybe even ask him a little bit about OSU. He bleeds scarlet and gray, that guy. So we'll see if we can get him to join us and uh, maybe we'll talk to him about those things. This is your last day to win your way out to the 2017 iHeartRadio Music Festival. So here's what's going down. We will give you not one but two keywords. We'll give you one at eight and one again at nine and then we'll send you to Vegas. That will continue all day here on Rock 106.9 but this is the last day to win your way into the 2017 iHeartRadio Music Festival. I, uh, I'm jealous of people who are going to win this. Somebody's going to send in that text word. You're going to go out to Vegas. I've never been. It, it's I'm jealous of you. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm jealous because you have to go to Vegas and you don't have to go to my mother's house for dinner. Because when I go to Vegas in December, that's what I have to do. I don't. It's not slot machines and blackjack and hookers and the strip and all that. That's not what I get. I get why do, you've been here the last five years for the holiday. Where's the wife? That's what I get. So, well, you know, you don't get that. You get T-Mobile Arena and Chris Stapleton, I get grilled on where my wife is. Vegas for you and I, very, very different things. She would hate your wife, dude. No matter which no matter which one of these broads you brought home, dude, she would hate your wife. Yeah, she's taking her hair extensions out <laughs> in the bathroom, leaving him at mom's sink. That's happened. That that's a thing that happened at Thanksgiving. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. I'm not surprised. I'm very excited for today's program. I'm very excited. As a matter of fact, at 9:45 today, I'm going to give you an NFL bet I love. Okay. All right. I'm going to give you an NFL bet that I love at 9:45. Nine o'clock. I'm also going to tell you where I was wrong. It looks like I was absolutely fundamentally 100% wrong. Okay. We got some numbers yesterday on something I had been predicting. Like, you guys relax. Everything's fine. Nothing's going on here. Nothing to see here. Turns out, no, there might be something to see here. And I think a certain organization may be in trouble. And I was helping them be in denial about it. But no, they're in trouble. Stan's very eating some humble pie. There. I will eat some humble pie okay. coming up at nine o'clock. And All then right. 9.45, I'll give the NFL bet that I love. I like it. So what's going on with you, buddy? Uh, not too much anything, man. It's Friday. You know I'm excited about that. It's payday. You know your boy's oh, excited about yeah, that. Oh, yeah, that is nice. Dude, just got the email. Direct deposit to your account. Uh, about to be rich for three days. <laughs> Monday, I'm going to be like, oh, oh son God. of a bitch. Oh, dude, God, what, what do I, I do? do? Uh, but no, dude, life's pretty good. Uh, I was at Project Rebuild yesterday. Always uh, always a good time going there. Um, and I just wanted to uh, to shout out one of the, well, a former student at this point, uh, my buddy Brady. He, uh, he, he was started in Project Rebuild. Well, I mean, he went from fresh out into Project Rebuild and is now a full time employee of that organization. Oh, good. So like it was That's just awesome. you know it was just one of yeah. those things. Yesterday I get to see him and I got to just tell him crying. congratulations. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, congratulations, man. I'm making a difference. Just bucking the trends. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Yeah. Man. So I mean, I just you know it was one of those things yesterday. What's the story with you? All right. So I'm doing pretty good. And I ended up here late in the afternoon yesterday, and I'm thankful I did. All right. So we had some podcast issues. And, uh, and I was telling people, you're nuts. I loaded it right, right. before I left. And right. then, so I was up here around 3.30 in the afternoon yesterday. Fixing the podcast. Yeah, I was trying okay. to fix it. I'm not sure they ever got it. I was on uh, customer support yesterday, and they were like, hey, man. They are like, you might as well leave the office. This is going to take us a little while to look into. If we get it figured out, we'll just force load it for you. Okay. Just cool. a quick side note. If you listen via podcast, thank you. If you're in the car and you're stuck and you're like, yeah, dude, well, you know, Kathy and, and Ike suck. So, like, you have no other option. But thank you for listening via podcast. <laughs> Exactly. So now I'm looking, and it's there. It's there actually okay. twice because I tried to load it not more than one time. So if you if you missed yesterday's episode, it is now available for you. But there were some issues, and I'm glad there were because yesterday in the morning, I got into not. I don't even want to call it a screaming match because I just stood there and got yelled at. Yeah. But our boss was very angry with me, 
And it turns out he was just angry, and he does not compartmentalize well. No. Like, if he's mad, then when he sees you and he's a little annoyed about something you did, now he's mad at you, too, right? And so he, like, screamed at me. And I was like, and Fantone will tell you, if I'm legitimately wrong and you yell at me, I have no problem. None. I'm the first guy to be like, yeah, screwed that one up. I don't have a problem admitting when I'm wrong. Yeah, and some people don't react well to being yelled at. Stansberry's fine with it. He is. I mean, like, some people, like, are like, oh, you know, but you're okay. So long as you deserve it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah, it's okay. But I felt like I did not deserve yesterday, so I was carrying it with me. And one of the, one of the things that made me happiest is that yesterday afternoon I was talking to a friend of mine and she's like, oh, you got into an argument with him? Said, yeah, she's like, wow, normally you can tell that on the radio when I listen. She's like, but you, she's like, you did a great show yesterday, or today it was, and she was like, and I could never tell you were angry. I was like, okay, well, that's good, because that's something I've been working on, I've been trying to do that, which is good. But sure enough, he comes into my office and makes a joke about what he yelled at me about. And so I knew. I was like, okay, this is how he apologizes, right here. Right. right letting some of that air out of the balloon. And okay. so I was like, and I just looked at him and I said, look, man, I don't want to fight with you. I'm here late in the afternoon. I'm trying to fix something to make sure listeners can get their show. I'm like, dude, I don't want to argue with you. I was like, so if that's what you came in here for, just turn around and go the other way because I'm not into it. And he was like, no. He's like, and he's like, just do what I am. And I said, dude, I did. I was like, I don't want to fight with you, but I did. So I brought him in here and I showed him. And it sh- so it turns out he was right on one day. I was right on four days. And we walk out of the studio and he goes, so summation of this whole thing, I was right. And that's when, <laughs> and that's when I knew. I was like, okay, so we're good now. Like, we're totally good. And I feel happy. Because then I went home and I was like, okay, now I don't have to carry the hatred and like this, you know, insecurity of like, well, dude, now is this the thing that's going to blow everything up and like all that? And I don't have to carry any of it anymore. And I felt great. Yeah. I mean, the last thing you want to do is walk into a Friday show, you know, feeling that like, oh my God, is this it? Like at 10.03, are we like done? Is this, you know, so no, I feel, thanks for, uh, thanks for being up here. Thanks for, for, for calming that down. Smoothing it out. He was on a war path yesterday. Oh yeah. I mean, literally everyone in the building got it at one point. Oh yeah. It was like a fire. Squad. He just kept sending people into the office to get yelled at. Our boy Dustin tweeting in already says, "Jesus, the guy who bet against Kluber now giving us his giving us his lock of the week." Yeah, you're right. You're right. That 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 is a little strange. But you get my NFL lock. Of the, I'm just telling. No, you know what? I'm not even going to call it a lock of the week because I can absolutely be wrong. It's an NFL bet I love, and I think you'll be surprised by what that bet is. We'll give you that at 9:45. More Sandsbury Show right around the corner. You guys, hang on. 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9, 8 o'clock. We'll give you your first keyword, send you out to Las Vegas for the 2017 iHeartRadio Music Festival. Then 9 o'clock, you find out where I was wrong. I was wrong. Apparently, I was wrong. We got some numbers yesterday, and apparently, I was wrong. Not about this program, not about the show, the station, nothing like that. But I had made, I had been telling everybody, like, calm down. Everything's fine. And I saw some numbers yesterday that maybe fly in the face of that. All right. Well, when new evidence presents itself, what else are you supposed to do, buddy? Don't beat yourself up. And in true Sansbury Show fashion, my NFL game of the week that I love, the bet I love, the line moved overnight. (laughs) So they took two points away from the line. So I'm looking at the rest of the games. I'll explain everything at 945. And what I think you should do with some of your money. Stansberry with the uh, with the big sports picks here. Yeah. Stansberry with the sports picks. I'm telling you. I do, it, I do it a lot. Bet against Corey Kluber. I did. <laughs> I did. I bet against Corey Kluber. I was dumb. It was, it was, it was dumb. It was, he was wrong there, You don't too. win every bet. No, you don't. You know what I mean? You don't win every bet. Meanwhile, dude, you can watch the Browns game with me this Sunday. I'll be at TD's Tailgate Grill. Nice. Lake Cable Jackson location. Be there from 1230 to 230. Stop by. Grab a pint. 
two bucks, you get to keep the glass. Pretty awesome. Feeling uh, feeling any better about the Browns? What do you think? I am actually confident. The last time I saw them, that line was eight, and I think they cover. Okay. Like I said, I dude, I'm starting to like that game a lot. I'm actually starting to like the Browns game a lot because, dude, Baltimore picked off Andy Dalton four times and scored twenty points. That's pathetic. You, dude, you get four picks and you only score twenty points. And I believe some of that was defensive points. Like I believe they like, they ran some of that back. So like I don't think Baltimore might not be the team I was giving them the credit to be. So I, dude, if the Browns are still getting eight. I like the eight. Eats a lot. Eats a lot Eats in the NFL. Lot. Makes it a good. Makes it a good bet there. Ma- absolutely. You can switch your nine forty five bet if you want to. Now no, 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 no. All right, all right. I'm, okay, so nobody thinks I do. Okay, the nine forty five original bet was supposed to be Eagles at Chiefs, and the Eagles were getting eight. And I was like, oh my god, dude! You got Carson Wentz. That team, first game of the week, they won. And I know what happened. Everybody's overreacting to the Kansas City win over New England. But Kansas City lost Eric Berry. And so if you're going to give eight points to the to the Eagles, I was like, dude, that game's a lock. I'll bet the house on that. Yeah, I mean, you got to remember, Eric Berry is like the heart of that team. I mean, like, dude, yeah. what an inspirational guy. So for him to go out for the season, that is going to be a, a tough thing to overcome. A little deflation is going to happen for sure. That line is now since moved to six. Kansas City still given six, which I still like it. But I will go through the games, and I will find you another NFL game that I absolutely love, and we'll do that at 945. I do have this for you, though. Um, The Stark County Sheriffs are going to conduct sobriety checkpoints. Tonight they'll be in... Is this Nimicillin Township? Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm, I'm saying that right? Yeah. Okay, I, I do that for three years now, and I'm, I've avoided that word every uh-uh. chance I okay. get because I'm like, what the hell is it? And they're uh, they're going to be on uh, Route 62, and then tomorrow night, Phantom, they're going to be in the same place, and they're going to be looking for reckless and distracted driving, not just, you know, you're not sober. So if you're texting and the like, they're going to be looking for that. And sure. it's just as dangerous as drinking and driving, so I think they should be doing that. Yeah, I mean, they definitely should be have an eye out for that, and that's against the law, so there should be something there. Um, I'm just so against DUI checkpoints, dude. I'm 100% what, against what make, I, I'm just curious. What makes you against those? Because, like, I didn't do anything that gives you the right to search me, my car, and my person. Like, you don't... Do they do? all of that? Well, I mean, they, they make you roll down your window and, like, look at you and smell. They're, they're stopping you along your way. I just feel like your right as an American is to not be stopped. I, you you have no right to treat me like a criminal when I've done nothing to present myself as such. It feels very police state. It, it does to like me. at all. It does be, feel very police state to me, um, but I've always looked at it like, well, if we stop people from killing people behind the wheel, like, isn't that uh, good? I mean, but at what point is it like, all right, well, now cops can just come knock on your door and be like, all right, well, let me check around in your house. Well, well let me che- you know. I, I think the difference there, though, is, and y- you make a good point, but I think the difference there is, is that that's my residence and that nobody, I cannot hurt you with my house. I can hurt you with my if car. If I'm cooking meth in my house? I'm not hurting. I, I mean, if, if I'm if I'm you know running drugs out of my house, I think there's plenty of ways that at, at a residence. You know. Okay, if I'm running drugs out of my house, then chances are you're looking into me as a drug dealer. What I'm saying is that's not going to be random. We're just going door to door looking for meth houses. What's what's stopping it? Well, I mean, it, it would take us to stop that, and I don't. I, I I take your point. You're not wrong. It's one of those situations where you're not wrong. It's just I am okay with the end result of what happens in, in a DUI checkpoint. I, I, and I know what you're saying. And by no stretch of the imagination am I trying to be like, no, dude, you should be allowed to drive drunk. Because that's <laughs> no, I know that's not what you're saying. That's absolutely ridiculous. 
Um, but it just feels like to me that that's a very slippery It's an slope. overreach. It, it is. It is. And it's like, an overreach of power. And it's, it's nice when we can say, well, the ends justify the means. But, but they don't, though. And, like, and how often is that going to happen? Like, they don't. I remember you and I did this last year where we did we ran down the numbers. And don't, hey, don't quote me here because I don't have them in front of me right now. But we ran down the numbers, and the amount of DUIs they give in those checkpoints are minimal. I mean, like they don't do it now. Is it because you know what happens is they announce where they are, and then people either a avoid them or b get a DD to be driving where they're going to be. Which maybe that's enough. I was going to say is is even well. There's going to be people who make the argument that one is enough, and that's all it takes. And like, I guess if if, if you want to stand on that, there's there's somewhat of a point there. Um, it just you know, I I, I, I don't think that you know I have no problem with law enforcement enforcing these laws but you can't just it's like you can't just search me you can't just you know that's that's your right as an american so i i, I do not support the U.S. i'm not down with the search i don't like that i don't want to be searched but i and i take your point like i said you're not wrong i guess i'm just like well if less people die i'm probably okay with it but yeah it is an overreach of power i would admi- i would admit that but whether or not we feel they're okay or not, they will be out there tonight and tomorrow night on 62 out there in Nimicillin. So be careful. Don't get yourself in any trouble. Don't drink and drive. Use Uber. I've been begging you for a while. Fantone, I have a case here yeah. of advertising gone awfully wrong. We'll give you that next on Rock 106. 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. On Rock 106.9, I've been in contact with my good buddy, Mark Munch Bishop. He has agreed to join us at 8 o'clock this morning. Talk a little try. Mark Munch Bishop has agreed to do that. And he said to me, he's like, Stansberry, guess what? I got good Casey inside info for for, for your audience. I'm coming loaded down with new Casey info, homie. I'm from 53rd and Ham, homie. I got all the Casey info you need. That's Mark Munch Bishop right there. I love that guy. Can't wait. Love, love, love that guy. One of my favorite people in the world. Can't wait to have him on the show. That's very, uh, dude, I was an intern working in Munch's promotions department. That's how I started. Like, that was the first job I ever had was I was a, I was a, I was a promotions intern at WMMS when Munch was running that department. And now I, now he's a guest on my show. I'm, dude, I, uh, to come full circle like that is amazing. Yeah, I um, I think it was two weeks ago. Yeah, it was two weeks ago. I did his show on a Friday. I love and, doing um, that show. It's a blast. It's always fun. But like, it's the most excited I get to do radio. Like when I come in here, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. whatever dude. Do this it's every day. Very show. It sucks, dude. For Munch, I'm like taking notes. I'm like, all right, what am I gonna say? He's here? gonna ask me about this, this, right, and this. Right. I, do I no don't preparation. Here. I don't know who's fifth on the depth chart at OSU, Munch. I don't know. You'll have to tell me. Is that guy good? Who knows? But I love him, dude. So we'll have him on at eight o'clock. Talk a little tribe, and apparently he's got. KC info. I like it. We'll get them all fired up about the Browns, too. I like Look, that. homie, they're going to go in there, and they're going to beat up by 40. <laughs> we'll get them all hyped up. I, I love getting much all riled up. It'll be good times. As a matter of fact, dude, our company signed a 10-year extension with the Cleveland Indians. That got finalized yesterday. Seems like a good idea. You know, I don't think you could have a better day to sign something right. like that. Like, what a, what a time to be announcing that deal. But, yeah, this company signed a 10-year extension with the Cleveland Indians. So, I believe WTAM still your home. Mm-hmm. The flagship station. The flagship there. Absolutely. So, the, I, have a, I have a case here of advertising gone wrong. All right. Okay. And it's all about a condom package. Okay. Now, I haven't seen the box. All I've seen is like the individual condom. You know how like you take them out of the box and they're in their own wrapper there because, well, condoms would be ruined if they weren't. Well, yeah. And I was going to say, you should know what condoms look like. What are you, some kind of filthy sailor out there? <laughs> like, yes, we should, we should all be familiar with this. And uh, so they start on the top of the package with an emoji. Right. And then it says, go further without consent. Go further without consent. Well, that's 
that's counterproductive. That's counterproductive. Right. That's not what you want to be promoting. But the emoji is a donut. So you see what they're trying to do here? Do not go further without consent. Do oh. not go further without consent. And exactly, that's exactly oh. my point. Now, I don't think there's anything wrong with this, but it is stupid. Yeah, swing and a miss for sure. It's a, it's a big swing and the miss there. And so I, I would say, well, maybe what you're doing is trying to get your name out there because you're not a huge player in the condom world because Welcome to Trojan is pretty much yeah. that and Lifestyles are yeah. like the two big ones that I know of. But they're not even giving me this company's name. So, like, it was a big swing and a miss then. Yeah, I mean, there's Trojans, there's Lifestyles, and then there's the free ones you get at the clinic. So, I mean, like, I don't know of any other kind of brands, really, when you think about that. Those are the only three I know. Um, But, uh, like... I don't know how much attention you're going to get with yourself just by like putting an emoji in it. You think like that's going to be like, all right, you guys are sitting around at the marketing meeting. Like, you know what we'll do? We'll include an emoji, and all of a sudden, this is you know we're going to. That's what millennials like. I mean, that's that that is that's that's really really lazy a thought. I mean, now if that was a part of like, all right, we're doing this, we're doing that, we're doing the third, then maybe like okay, you're trying to make things like funner, but at the same time, that's that's a huge swing and a miss. Yeah, I I just couldn't believe that somebody would sit in there. Like I always say, where's the guy in the back of the meeting going, uh, uh, I mean, dude, like, kind of rapey, right? I mean, <laughs> exactly. it is, yeah, like, a little bit there, right? And there's, there's, that's a pretty serious subject. So you don't want to like swing and miss around rape. Yeah, I mean, and, and to include a donut, I did. I, I saw that and I didn't put it together. I didn't really? understand what they were talking about. I was like, I thought it was just like a circle, and I was like, Cheerio, further go without rain. Well, part <laughs> of the problem is, is that the donut. I should explain this is like a pink frosted. And then there's a couple of sprinkles on it. It's like a Simpsons donut. And a very good, yeah, great analogy there. So, like, as a donut enthusiast, (laughs) I will tell you (laughs) that I did not, it was not the first thing I thought of. Like, it took me a minute. And I was like, oh, okay, I see what they're doing there. But, again, like I said yesterday or two days ago about a bumper sticker I saw, if I have to sit down and think about what it is you're trying to say, then it's a poor advertising message. Like, I should be able to see it. And like, you know, absorb it and go, yep, this is exactly what it is right now. Right. We're not talking about war and peace here. We're talking about a bumper sticker. We're talking about a condom wrapper. Yeah, exactly, the, dude. The, yeah, there's not classes teaching right, me the deeper right. meaning of what Robert Frost meant. This is, this is, I'm trying to rip this thing open at 3 a.m. and get laid. <laughs> like, guys, don't make it so damn complicated. We'll give you uh, some D. Snyder tickets as he plays the Hard Rock Rock. So you know that happens next on Rock 1069. Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9, online for WRQK.com. I don't know why. We were just talking about Lincoln Park during the break, and we I just asked Fantone. I was like, dude, do you think they try to like replace Chester at this point? Like, And do your thing is, well, dude, the whole band's there but him. You're right. leaving money on the table. Right. And I mean, I don't want to say like maybe more than anything here, maybe what we're not thinking about. Is the hologram Chester coming out? Oh, I tell you what, that is, I bet that does happen. Why not, right? Good idea. I don't think that, I, you know, I think there's plenty of dudes who grew up on Linkin Park, plenty of singers right now who could go out there and do his thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not like he had that great of a voice. No, not at um, all. But it, 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 to me, probably would make the most sense because unless you put in you know, a name, unless you put, you know, I don't want to say Corey Taylor, but if you put in like somebody like that, then you could do draw. something. But I think, I think hologram Lincoln Park is the way to go. Normally I would say you get an unknown and like put him in there. But I think because of how big of a piece Chester was in Lincoln Park, that if you're going to do it, you got go with, go with a known. That way it's a draw. 
but yeah, I like your idea the best. You go hologram Chester, do and then you do it. One more world tour. Say like this is it. Like if you want to see goodbye Lincoln tour. Park, right. this is your shot. Yeah, I don't hate it. I uh, we were talking about it because we were talking about the 2017 iHeartRadio Music Festival, which we'll send you to. At eight o'clock, we'll give you your first keyword. And like our company likes like a certain amount of rock bands. Like they love the Red Hot Chili Peppers, as you just heard. They love Green Day and they love Lincoln Park. Those are like the three rock bands this company like loves. And so I was like, all right, well, you know, obviously Lincoln Park's not going to play the next year's iHeartRadio Music Festival, but maybe that's where you do debut it. Right. Maybe that's where you do it, and people lose their minds over it, and then Mike Shinoda and the rest of the guys go, oh, there's a tour here. So, I mean, let's be real. Hologram Tupac was like a decade ago at this point, right? Close enough. I think longer. Really? So, like, at that point, I, I mean, would dude, assume... that's been a while. I would assume that technology is pretty good right now. I, I have to. See, I want to agree with you, but, but I haven't seen it. We, Where would, is it. we would see more right. of it if it was that good, I think, maybe, but I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. I have a I have an interesting quote here. Well, a couple of them, rather. From Dove Sharney. All right. And you may remember him. He was the guy from uh, American Apparel. Okay. You know, he was forced out of there for sexual harassment and the like, okay. and that, okay. like that. He founded American uh, uh, Apparel with a couple of other people, and he was the guy who was always doing weird things and awful things on shirts that people were all mad about and things like that. Okay, that's that Remember company. Him. Okay, yeah. yeah. The one that the Kent State shooting yeah. and I don't know, a ton of other things. That a ton of other, like, you know, things tawdry. that people considered to be insensitive yeah. and the like. So he started another, you know, clothing company because that's what everybody does nowadays is like, well, we'll just sell t shirts. Right? And smart. There's yeah, a lot of money I mean, in it. If you can do it, you can do it. And he has a quote here that I don't think is crazy. But of course, given his history, people are looking to like take him to task for it. But he says here, sleeping with people you work with is unavoidable. He says, you you can go to work, you can be attracted to people, but if you admit it, sooner or later, you're going to give in. And I wanted to say when I first read it, nah, he's nuts. But the problem is. I have slept with somebody every place I've ever worked. This being the exception, because there's only like 25 people in the building. And I knew, I was like, all right, this is a small building. And so things are going to run through here faster. Like, dude, when I worked for iHeartMedia in Cleveland, there was legitimately, I'm, I'm trying not to use hyperbole here, we had like 975 employees in that building when I worked there. Almost 1,000 people. So, like, you could sleep around in that building and you might not run into somebody for like two weeks, two, three weeks on end. Where if you sleep with somebody here, you're going to see them every day, multiple, five, six, seven times a day. And I was like, all right, well, that's awkward. Don't necessarily want that. Like, I'm not going to do that. And the older you get, you realize, uh, maybe the workplace, maybe I shouldn't do this because it's going to cause me some problems. But I think he's right. I think eventually, man, unless you're married and you're committed and this and that, if you're a single person, like I understand people can make it through their marriages and not cheat, right? And good for you and I like it. But I think if you're single and you work in a big enough, it's all going to depend on how many employees are in the building. But I do think... Not everybody, but it's it's inevitable that somebody, two people, will hook up in the building. Yes, I mean you know close proximity to each other breeds comfort, which breeds attraction. I mean I think that, and you get to know each other better. Yeah, I mean that's 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 just kind of how things go. That doesn't necessarily mean people are going to act on it. And I think the problem with what he's saying is it's not so much like yes, people are going to hook up with each other when they work with each other because that's one hundred percent true, um, dude. It's like you're a person, you run this company, you're a person, a point of authority, a position of power, and to say like oh it's just inevitable, what you're doing there is building in 
your deniability when it's like, dude, you've been sexually harassing your employees. You know, you've been banging out multiple, you know, employees on your desk and stuff like that. You're just kind of trying to like justify your deviant sexual behavior. That well, yeah, a little bit, but yeah, I don't, yeah. but I don't think he's completely off base here. Cause like I said, everywhere I've been, I've done this. Um, I'm trying to think of the last coworker that I slept with and I'm going to say it's been years. I mean, at no point when I was at this job, no. um, when I was in between radio jobs and I worked at restaurants, I didn't have sex with anybody there. Wow. Shocked. Nobody. And I was single at this point. Shocked um, didn't by have, that. Didn't have sex with anybody that I worked at at the previous radio station here. I had another job while I was working at that radio station, didn't have sex with anybody. So like, I think when you're younger and like in your jobs that necessarily don't matter, like it, dude, if you're, if, and I'm not trying to say like, if you work at a restaurant, your job doesn't matter, but like, if, if you don't necessarily feel like it's a career, it's just a job. Like this isn't where I'm going to be forever. I'm right. only going to be here for two summers right then you're probably more likely to be loose around there and who cares whatever you know like we we're all going out for drinks later but i think most people in careers you know i've um, maybe not most but i think a lot of a lot of careers i mean sex can make you weak and you can end up making poor decisions obviously it's the the ultimate vice it's everyone's vice dude i mean it's everyone's like temptation there so yes that happens i've always had a rule of thumb where that is i'm willing to sleep with people i work with i'm not willing to sleep with anybody who works for me Right. So like if we're in the building and you were and I've only broken that rule one time and it was when I was running the promotions department for a radio station. They had made me like the de facto promotions director and I hired a young woman to work for me and she was wildly attractive. And there was always this thing where people on the staff felt like, dude, eventually those two are going to get together. You could just see it coming for miles down the road. And we did. We ended up hooking up, and I was like adamant about. It. I was like, we cannot. Nobody can know this. Okay. Nobody can. <laughs> like okay. nobody can know this because my job's going to be in jeopardy. Yeah. And so here's how it got found out. We ended up going to Putin Bay for a radio station promotion, and me and another buddy. <sighs> for some reason, it was like one of these things. Well, we'll take strippers to the bay. Like the you know the radio station was like, well, we'll call a couple right. of the strip clubs. We'll bring strippers to the bay. We'll do that whole thing, right? right? And it was like we were doing a show or whatever. And next thing I know, I'm in a golf cart in the woods with my buddy who worked at the radio station part time. And he was with one of the dancer girls and had been taking photos of her, like, you know, straddling the golf cart and doing all kind of dirty things. Right. And so we're in the woods, me and him, some stripper. And I was just sitting there minding my own business. Right. Completely innocent. Stansberry's done nothing wrong. And so, yeah, absolutely. Okay, I buy it now. I, 100%, bro. I buy I'm that. I'm just sitting there minding my own business, okay. driving the golf cart. I had no idea any of this stuff was going to go down. So since nobody knew that her and I were together, she wasn't on the trip. And so we go back to the radio station after, you know, you take the ferry all the way back, drive or whatever. And he goes into the radio studio where she happened to be. And didn't know that he shouldn't tell anybody this story. Uh, it's not his fault. You know, he didn't know. So then I'm already at home. She comes over to my place after she gets off her shift. And she's like, so, want to tell me about anything that happened at Putin bay And I, like any other regular straight, blood, you know, straight red-blooded American male, was like, no, it was nothing. pretty run-of-the-mill. You know, Maxwell and I did this. And, you know, then this happened. And then this happened or whatever. 
And then she's like, um, you don't want to talk to me about the golf cart and the stripper and the woods and all this? And I was like, damn it, Brock. You had to go back there and run your big ass mouth. And so then before you knew it, everybody ended up finding out for the situation because she like lost her mind. And I mean, that's the thing, dude, is like you can have and it's not even the best of intentions because it's not like you had good intentions in that situation. I had fine intentions. But you can, you can have you can have the well, it's Did not, not touch be, the stripper. It's not going to be that big of a deal. It's not going to be. But it is. You that know, that drama is coming. I don't care where you work or what you you do if you just start banging it out with your co-workers drama is coming and there's a little bit of like well you yeah. as a and i guess this goes back to jobs you care about versus jobs you don't like you as an employee you as like somebody who's trying to further your career and like having self-interest in mind it's like dude there's plenty of chicks to have sex with out there in the world there's no shortage of them there's a new crop of them every day dude there's a new like they're coming out fresh models but like you don't necessarily <laughs> like if you, if you if you if you have sex with people you work with it's gonna blow up in your face Keep reminding me of that because honestly, that's a lesson I I currently I think maybe need just a little bit. Yeah, I uh, I need that one just a little bit. We have D Snyder tickets. He's playing October twenty seventh. Hard Rock Roxino. We'll get choked up with those next on Rock one hundred six nine. Dan Stansberry, Matt Fantone. Just kiss your fruit cakes. The Stansberry Show. Chilling in the studs with my dudes. On Rock one hundred six nine. Hey guys, you got Stansbury here for TD's Tailgate Grill. They have been voted the best sports bar by the Canton Repository, and here's why. Because the food is not your average bar food. Like, they have grilled fish tacos, and they're delicious, and their gourmet burgers are the best. TD's Tailgate Grill also offering you NFL Sunday ticket. So no matter who your team is, you can see the game at TD's. Every 106.9. Here it comes. A swing and a drive to deep right, down the line, base hit, into the corner, around third, coming home, Ramirez. It's a game winner for Jay Bruce, and history marches on. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. There you hear Hammy calling last night, 22 now. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's phenomenal, that. dude. It's it's fantastic. We'll have our good buddy Mark Munch Bishop on the air at 8 o'clock to join us. Talk a little tribe. Says he has Kansas City Royals inside info for me. I like it. Pretty excited to hear that. Pretty excited to hear that. And again, this company signing a 10-year extension with the Cleveland Indians to keep their broadcast home with iHeartMedia, and I like it. I, um, you know, you, you don't want to ever take anything for granted, but, like, you as a, a Northeast Ohio sports fan, just, like, breathe deep right now, man. I mean, the Indians are on fire. Cavaliers, a perennial contender when it comes to the NBA championship. Browns maybe don't are going to cover on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, like, maybe they're going to cover. So, like, dude, it gets no better than this. Also coming up at 9 o'clock. I was wrong, and I'm going to have to eat some of my words. 9 o'clock, I'll give you that. And then 9.45, the NFL bet I love. Just so you know, he'll have to eat donuts, too. It's Friday. Linda's coming in soon. As a matter of fact, one of the salespeople already hit me up. She was like, dude, if you want to go back to my desk and get my almonds out of there so you can have (laughs) breakfast, feel free. Like, nice. I do want to do that. I'm hungry. I forgot my breakfast. All right. And yeah, I'm going to eat donuts today. Three three will do that. I'm eating donuts today. I am. I totally am. You know, uh, your Cavaliers is what I want to talk to you about right now. All right, then. We saw that uh, that Sports Center list the other day that put Lonzo Ball in front of Carmelo Anthony, which was a joke. Now, look, I'm not a Carmelo guy, um, but 
he's better than Lonzo Ball is currently. He's he's been an All Star, and Lonzo hasn't played an NBA game. Yeah, I mean, much like calling the Cleveland Browns offensive line the second best in the NFL before they played a game, to call that kid the sixty third or sixty second, whatever it was, I believe sixty second is and, where they have. That's ludicrous, dude. It really is. You, you now, get ahead of yourself. If you want to make a projection list and say, right. look, this is oh, here's all the incoming class, and here's where we think Lonzo will be on our projected list. That's fine, but listing him as a better NBA player currently than Carmelo Anthony is offensive to Carmelo. As a guy who's not wild on Carmelo, but I mean, dude, he's played pretty well in the Olympics, and I believe he's hasn't he been to the Western Conference Finals or like I mean, he went pretty deep in the playoffs once. I mean, he's got a couple of things on his NBA record that 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 our boy Lonzo Ball has not done yet. He's pretty good at getting the ball in the basket. So I now, guess. Sports Illustrated. Um, has released a list of the top 100 NBA players of 2018. And surprise, guess who's at the very, very top of the list? Kevin Durant? No. Oh. Your boy, LeBron James. LBJ, I like it. They're saying after 14 seasons, 12 playoff runs, LeBron James has retained the top spot on the list for the fifth time in the row. And Kevin Durant's what I want to talk about right here. Because if you're Kevin Durant, you you have to feel as if you're being slighted, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, a little bit. I think you probably, as Kevin Durant, have enough perspective on the game to deep down inside know that that's fact. But at the same time, you'd feel a little slight. Really? I mean, if I'm him, I look at it and go, well, I mean, I was the MVP of the finals. I um, I played very well. I, I slayed the LeBron Dragon in, in, in winning the title. And... I've been saying for a while now that I think it's still LeBron's NBA, but it's clearly going to be Kevin Durant's NBA next. Like he's clearly the next guy yeah. to take the, the baton and run with it. He's the number two. It's not Steph Curry. It's not anyone else. He's, no, it's Durant. I mean, it's, it's not Kawhi Leonard. It's not James Harden. It's not. It's not Russell Westbrook. It's not any of those guys. He's the second best player in the NBA. If I, I was, if I, if, if they made me GM of a franchise today, which how awesome would that be? Free nachos for everybody. Hey, dude. You know what? I'll talk to the people, the good people that can't charge. See if maybe we can get Stansbury. I'd be good at that job. I'd be good at it. I would. I can evaluate talent. Okay. And so I, uh, so I would say that, and this is going to sound like sacrilege to a lot of you, but if I was going to start my NBA franchise today, I take Kevin Durant over LeBron James, only solely because of the age issue. You make them both the same age, and I get the and I get the same amount of years still left in the tank. I want LeBron. I mean, I guess that's the thing: is are you are you starting a franchise like truly starting a franchise? Or are you trying to win a championship? This if I'm year? going to try to win a championship this year, I probably still want LBJ. That's that's kind of where I'm at too, and that's the that's the thing that kind of comforts me as a Cavaliers fan is that like. There is no season other than this next season. There, that's that's this window is the only window that matters, and this year is the only year that matters. So, like, I'm rolling with LeBron on that one. If if, if I've got a choice of anybody in the NBA to to win a championship for me this year, LBJ is going number one. Kevin Durant was number two. Steph Curry was number three, and then you get into Kawhi Leonard, yep. and then James Harden right yep. behind him, Russell Westbrook uh, right there, Chris Paul, and then the Greek Freak. Mm. Oh uh, no! I'm sorry. I skipped over Anthony Davis. Greek okay. freak. You're not. You're not. I don't think Chris Paul's the top. I, was this number six? I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I necessarily buy into that. But I'd have to sit down and like really like. All right, who am I putting where? What am I doing? Um, but Chris Paul that high up doesn't sound right to me. I'll tell you the one I thought was a little high was Draymond Green at ten. Oh yeah, I don't agree with that. I was gonna say that's high, right? 
That seems like a pretty high place to put him. I mean, he's important to their franchise, for sure he is. He's like the emotional leader of that team. He can kind of plays with that passion. He's also the tough guy for them, so when they need to push people around, like the other guys on the team aren't like the, the, the very physical. So you kind of need Draymond on that roster. I don't know if that makes him the 10th best player in the NBA, though. Yeah, I mean, if, if we're just looking at guys in a vacuum, that doesn't necessarily bode well for him to be number 10. Top 25, for sure. Yo, I'd um, give him where's, that, yeah. Where's, where's, where's Kyrie Irving on this list? Kyrie I'm, Irving's not in the top 10 and I only have really? that. Really? I'm surprised. I figured he would have been. Oh, you I know guess, what? Here, I can, if I click here, I can find the entire list. I was going to say maybe uh, I mean, he's got to be top 20. I mean, has to be. Really? Yeah, there's no doubt yeah, about it. Yeah, I would think 20. I mean, I'd put, I'd put Kevin Love, probably top 25, Kyrie in there, Isaiah Thomas, hopefully in the top 50. Um, You know, I mean, I think for most of the Cavaliers, you're going to have at least most of the starters. Um, He's not in the top 20. Not in the top 20. Wow. I'm surprised. All righty, dude. Oh, I'm sorry. He's just outside of it at 21. They put Clay Thompson before Kyrie ah, Irving. See, no. I, I mean, there's definitely points of contention here with me in this list then. Kevin Love came in at 26. You like okay. that? Yeah, like I said, top 25. Yeah, okay. probably. Tristan Thompson, probably top 50. You know what I mean? Locally, CJ McCollum came in at 39. Good for him. So dude. we like that. We like seeing that. Yeah. Getting Ohio's $100 million man. Right now, there. see, it should be pointed out that Sports Illustrated now has Carmelo Anthony at 37th, which is yes. much, much better than 63rd. Because you can make the argument that Carmelo is like 35th, right around there. I was going to say that might Higher be a little even? bit high. I mean, somewhere in between in, in the 50s sounds right to me. I mean, the dude's old. I mean, you're 10 years plus deep into your, into your you know, NBA career, um, you haven't been necessarily relevant outside of like all-star voting in a while, but I still want him on the Cavs, just so that's known. I still want him, and I still want the corpse of Dwayne Wade on the Cavaliers, dude. Bring those dudes over and and, and add that bench and win a championship. The 100th year. player ended up being D'Angelo Russell is the 100th player there, but LeBron James still the number one player according to Sports Illustrated there, and if I'm Kevin Durant, honestly, like I, you could make the argument for LeBron or Kevin for sure, but if I'm Kevin Durant today, I do well, feel slighted. Kevin Durant has obviously felt slighted his entire career. You saw his new shoes come out this yeah. week, and in the soles of the shoes, he has like, essentially All the names he got called on the left foot, right. and then on the right foot, he put what, the stats from the finals? Right, yeah, so I mean, essentially one foot was all of his haters, and then one foot was all of his accomplishments, and I guess whatever it takes to motivate you and wake you up in the morning and sell you, shoes and right and get you, and get <laughs> ultimately sell shoes is exactly what what he's trying to do there so lebron still ranking in number one we'll talk to mark munch bishop eight o'clock get a little inside info on the tribe and also the kansas city royals we'll do that at eight and we'll give you those d snyder tickets that's next on rock 106.9 dan stansbury matt fantone just kiss your fruit cakes the stansbury show chilling in the studs with my dudes on Rock 106.9. Hey guys, you got Sansbury here for North Canton Collision. The folks you call if you've been in a collision, big or small. So if some idiot is smashed into you in traffic, get your car back to its original condition with North Canton Collision's state-of-the-art paint technology. And my buddies Jeff, Alex, Woody, or Jason are happy to take your call for a free no-cost estimate at 330-499-5171 or you can find them online at NorthCantonCollision.com. Get your car back to the pristine shape it should be in hit up north canton collision the folks you call if you've been in a collision big or small canton's rock station rock 106.9 welcome back to the stansbury show on rock 106.9 where you're winning your way to the d snyder show october 27th up at the hard rock roxino there vegas experience ohio address will put you into the d snyder show shortly the number you'll need on those is 1-800-243 
1-800-227-7625. D. Snyder's House of Hair is a highly, and I mean highly, rated program here on WRQK. Uh, so I assume Canton, Ohio wants to go be a part of that. I would think so. Yeah. If you live in Maslin, I have a way for you to get yourself $10,000. Okay. Police and the FBI are asking for everyone's help finding a man who allegedly robbed the PNC Bank in Maslin at gunpoint Thursday morning. He pulled out a dark silver pistol, took money from two different teller stations. He then escaped in a white short bed single cab pickup truck. The incident occurred just before 11 a.m. He's described as being uh, 30 years old, Fantone. He's five foot eight, average build, and he has a tattoo of a spider web over his right eye. All right. He has a silver nose ring. He was wearing a black leather jacket, a black ball cap, red lettering, black pants, and black boots at the time of the robbery. Anyone with information on the suspect's whereabouts is asked to contact the Massillon Police Department or the FBI. Tips can be made anonymously, and there's a reward up to $10,000. Which is more than what, that, than what that guy got away with. I, I, don't, don't think. I don't know how much that guy got away with, but I know it wasn't $10,000. Was it earlier this week we were talking about bank robbers? Maybe it was yesterday. I don't know. But, dude, if, if, if you think that you're going to walk away with a life-changing amount of money from robbing a bank, you're wrong. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, they dude. figured this out now. Right. It's not like it's the Wild West. You're not John Dillinger. Like, right, and there's just, you know, a a, a, a a vault full of money that you're going to be able to get access to, dude. I mean, you got to think, if you're going into a bank, you know you're going to be on camera like this guy obviously was. They have multiple shots of yeah, this Yeah, I'm looking dude. right at him. Pretty clear look at his face right there. Um, if, if, if you're going to do a crime that you're going to... Face a substantial amount of time for. I assume that's twenty five years plus there for. Armed, I would think uh, armed bank robbery. I don't know if you're going to do call that. It 10, 15. If you're going to do that crime, you better steal enough money that you can disappear with. And I'm telling you right now, three thousand dollars ain't enough for you to disappear with. Like it's just not. No, like, it's whatever not at that all. guy walked away with, even if it was five, dude, talking about five thousand dollars, man. What are we? What are we talking right. about? What a terrible decision. I don't want to give people ideas, but dude, you'd be much better robbing other places. You would. It's almost like that thing you saw in Pulp Fiction, where it's like rob a restaurant, take right. everybody's wallet inside right. of it. You're probably going to end up with more money than you will at a bank. I mean, think about places like I mean, I don't want to say gas stations and party stores, and like you know, there's yes, you're making the drops. But Wherever like, cash is king. How many how many times you know do you not make a drop as an employee? You're like, ah, dude, I'm busy. I haven't made a drop in three hours. There's a lot more money in that cash register, and you're probably not going to be as on camera as you are as a bank. But then again, dude, keep robbing banks so you keep getting arrested, and pe- people make. 10,000 bucks. I uh, I apologize. I'm having some computer issues. Yeah. One of the things I wanted to talk to you guys about this morning was the report card for Canton Local City Schools last year for right. the 2016-2017 uh, school year. And for some reason, I'm having a hard time pulling it up. But I remember from memory yesterday, it was not so great. Like they were failing most, like most of the sections and what they were reporting on in grades. Canton local city schools received F's or D's. I didn't see anything above a D yesterday. Jeez, that's not a, that's not a, not a, not a, not a good place to be as a community. No, it's not. It's not a great place to be at all. A, uh, oh, so here it is. Okay. So I have the achievement performance index is that it was a D. Indicators met F. Gap closing. The gap closing component shows how well schools are meeting the performance expectations for our most vulnerable populations of students in English, language arts, math, and graduation. Which is a lot of Canton, Ohio. Canton City Schools got an F in that. K three K through three literacy. That looks at how successful the school is at getting struggling readers on track to proficiency in third grade and beyond. We got a D in that. Progress. The progress component looks closely at the growth that all students are making based on their past performances. Overall, we got an F. 
Gifted children, however, we got an A in that. Lowest 20% in achievement, we got an F. Students with dis- the disabilities, we got a C in that. We're, we're breaking things down into such, you know, little groups here that, like, there's part of it like, oh, well, I'm glad that gifted kids have an opportunity. That's awesome. But if on the other side of that coin, kids that are disadvantaged, kids that don't have those same gifts, like, you're failing them. I, I, I almost wonder, like, well, where should the emphasis be placed? You know what right. I mean? That's a fair point. No, there's two more sections here that I really wanted to take a look at. One of them is called Prepared for Success. Whether training in a technical field or preparing for work or college, the prepared for success component looks how well prepared Ohio students are for uh, for all future opportunities. And Canton local city schools received an F in the component grade for that. Now, graduation rate. Here's a big one. Everybody focuses on this no matter what. In the graduation rate, they say Fantone will look at the percentage of students who are successfully finishing high school with a diploma in four or five years. All right. So their graduation rates, 72, I'm sorry, 76.2% of students graduated in four years. That We get an F in that. 80.2% of students graduated in five years. We got a D in that, overall giving us the component grade of an F for Canton Local City Schools. Not doing so hot. No, no, that's um, now. That's, that's the now. See, I, I, and I guess a parent would have to tell me because we're listed twice in here, so I can go to the districts again. And that was I. I just gave you Canton Lo, or Canton City, and now we can pull up Canton Local. And I don't know what the difference is there. I, think, I don't have kids in schools. I, I think you'd probably be better if you went into Canton local schools, I think, okay. uh, versus city versus local schools. All right. Well, we're pulling that up right now. I'm having a, you know, a few issues, again, uh, with a little bit of a slow computer here, though. Now Twitter's telling me, yeah, dude, all those grades are bad, but we excel on the football field. Well, I mean, they, <laughs> you know uh, what I mean? Yes, we're, and that, we're something in Stark County. We, we are um, indeed. You know, I think any one of those things on their own, you're like, well, dude, who knows? Maybe there's extenuating circumstances. Maybe a couple of kids bringing the, right. the averages but down. But this what, was this was across the board. There was major issues, and like I understand that kids are going to be kids, and you can't force them to care about stuff. Um, but you can try as a parent, and like there, I think is probably at its core what's really causing this issue is parents. Now, I'm not saying necessarily like, oh, you're terrible, but if if you're at work and you can't help your kid and you can't encourage your kid to do something like that, that's got to be a big part of this equation. While I'm waiting for this to load, I, I, I think it's interesting that Melissa tweets in and says, my ex-husband robbed three banks and the most he got was four grand. Again, people are asking me, you know, the description that we gave you for that guy that robbed the bank in Maslin yesterday, they're asking me, I, I did not tell you he was an African-American male, but he you know, was wearing a black leather jacket, had a hat on, and he was in a white pickup truck. They say short bed is out there. All right, so now I have Canton Local School District. All right. So the gap closing again shows how well schools are meeting with the performance expectations for our most vulnerable populations of students. Canton local city, uh, Canton local school district got an F in that. K through three literacy though they improved a little bit over the uh, over the other Canton districts with a C in that. And here's where Canton local schools get a little bit better. The progress now that looks closely at the growth that all students are making based on their past performance. Overall A. Gifted, F, and my guess is it's because you're not going to move a gifted student that much further than where they are. Lowest 20% in uh, lowest twenty percent in achievement, we got an A in that. Students with disabilities, we got an A in that. Overall, your progress is listed as a B. Canton City versus Canton Local is essentially Canton, like the city, versus okay. um, Canton South. So okay. Canton, Canton Local includes Walker Elementary, Faircrest Middle School, and Canton South High School. Okay, so that's what we're looking at right now. Yeah. All right, so the so the prepared for success ratio, Canton. I'm sorry, yeah, Canton local got a D in that. 
Um, so whether you're training for the, you know, the technical field, preparing for work for college or whatever, they got a D in that. And here's the big one, the graduation rate. The graduation rate campaign, uh, component, again, looks at percentage of students who are successfully finishing high school in four or five years. In Canton Local here, 86.6% of students graduated in four years. You get a C in that. 92.2% of students graduated in five years. You get a B in that. Overall graduation rate, we're getting a C in that. So um, they're doing a little bit better. Canton South it looks no like no shock there. I mean, honestly, I, I, you're I not. I can't be surprised at all. No, the Canton City Schools did worse than Canton South. Like, no, I'm not. I, I not even remotely. Like, I just feel like you know you've got a much smaller representation of kids in there, and you've got you know a community that's probably a little bit more you know supportive in those things. I mean, they just built that that awesome new high school down there in Canton South, and like, I'm not surprised to hear that at all. Huh. I, I, you know, I just don't know. I don't have kids in school. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't pay attention to that stuff a lot because I'm not trying to figure out where to live for school districts and the like. But I figured most people who listen to us do have kids and would be interested to hear that. And again, these were last year's grades. Who knows what's going to happen this year? We could, uh, you know, to I me, mean? we could leap through the roof this year. For could. All we, we all know. For all we know. <laughs> for all we know, we could do that. D. Snyder playing October 27th. Let's get you hooked up with that. We'll take caller 20-1-800-243-7625 on those. We'll send you to Vegas next, and then we'll also talk to my good buddy Mark Munch Bishop about the Tribe's historic run. That's next on Rock 106.9. Please relax. This will be painless. The Scansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Hey, guys, you got Sansbury here for North Canton Collision, the folks you call if you've been in a collision, big or small. So if some idiot has smashed into you in traffic, get your car back to its original condition with North Canton Collision's state-of-the-art paint technology. And my buddies Jeff, Alex, Woody, or Jason are happy to take your call for a free no-cost estimate at 330-499-5171, or you can find them online at NorthCantonCollision.com. Get your car back to the pristine shape it should be in hit up north canton collision the folks you call if you've been in a collision big or small rock 106.9 welcome back to the sansbury show on Rock 106.9, we're online for you, WRQK.com. Just sent somebody out to Las Vegas for the 2017 iHeartRadio Music Festival. Why that's important is that this is your last day to win. We'll give you our next keyword happens at 9. Then Teresa will take over, give you a couple of them at 11, 1, 2 today. And then Fishhead from 3, 4, and 5, and 6. And then Nikki Six has your final keyword of the season for this. That will be 8 o'clock tonight. See, you guys are like, oh, yeah, well, whatever. You'll do another iHeartRadio Music Festival show awards. Well, yeah, we will. Well, we will. But number one, I mean, there's no guarantee you're going to win it then. And number two, if you do win it then, you're probably going to have to stay with Stansberry's mom. That's your only shot at a free shot to Vegas. So take advantage of what's in front of you today is what I'm trying to say here, dude. Just, just What are you waiting for? She's going to ask you when she's getting grandchildren, just so you know. That's what she's going to ask you. It's why I don't want to go home for Christmas. You know, I always say that. Home's here. I don't know why I always say that, Like, but my brother's lived there 20 years, so Vegas does kind of feel like home now. Home is where the heart is. Stansbury's uh, mom's there. Stansbury loves his mom. You don't know let what? him fool you. And all joking aside, there are times where like, for the weekend I will go back to Cleveland and stay with friends for the weekend or whatever, Right. and when I start driving back here, I feel like, okay, now I'm going home. Like, dude, that never feels like home up there now. That's turning a point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's definitely. That's when you know your life yeah. has changed. Like, for sure. Like, this ultimately feels like, yeah, this is my home. This is where, because this is where I want to be. Canton, Ohio, Hall of Fame City, baby. It's exactly where I want to be. Yeah. Now, we were scheduled to talk to Mark Munch Bishop at 8 o'clock, but Munch, 
I don't know what's happening with that guy. Dude, he's running down Carnegie right now, still high off of last night, baby. He's still high from the 70s, maybe. <laughs> I, uh, you know, you know, I, I've always said about that guy, he's got the perpetual drip going. You know, <laughs> you never know. I'm not going to have, homie. And like, he's just that guy. He's, dude, I've never seen a guy with that much energy with that many kids. No, like, I don't know how he does When it, I started working for him, his kids were little, and now I think Clay just went to college. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. I know he's got kids in college, so it makes sense. I mean... But, you know, you were probably a lot younger back then, too, Stan. I was. Yeah, I was. <laughs> you were probably, probably a couple pounds lighter, a couple hairs darker. I mean, it was probably a different air for the Stansberry, too. Yeah. Again, coming up at 9 o'clock, I'll tell you where I was wrong. We've got now numbers that say I was wrong. And uh, I love eating crow. So I'll do that. Everybody right. thinks, like, I just love being right. No, I, dude, I'm, I'm happy to tell you when I'm wrong. It happens. And then 945, I'm going to give you my NFL game of the week that I think is, like, a bet I love. Now, I will say the game I had scheduled for that was the... Eagles at Chiefs, and Chiefs were given the Eagles eight on the road there. And I, uh, now it's the lines moved to six, so I like it less. So I'm going to change the game, but I got to, dude, I got the Eagles game at eight. As, as somebody, like I bet it at eight. As somebody sitting over here, you know, uh, putting out their hot bets of the week, um, I'm sure it's going to uh, pay off to be at TDs on Sunday for you. It right? will indeed. 1230 to 230 Sunday, I'll be there watching the Browns game, and I think the Browns cover the eight. I do. They're getting eight as well, and I think that they cover that. Now, it's, it's eight, yeah. Before the season, I would have said no. Before, and before the season, just for the interest of full disclosure, I had said that the Browns would lose this game to Baltimore. But watching Baltimore play last week and they picked off Andy Dalton four times, scored 20 points, like that to me is like, okay, maybe the Ravens aren't as good as I thought they were going to be. They're not the team I thought that they were. And do the Browns win? I don't think so, but they'll cover the eight. I um I started following this dude on Twitter, and I think he's just like one of these local sports bloggers, essentially. But he's done a really good job of kind of breaking down points from the Steelers game and showing like why that's a decent building block when it comes to the future of the Browns. And I think after like having looked at that a decent amount this week, I don't know if they're going to beat the the, the Ravens, but at the same time, dude, eight's a lot. Like eight's a lot. Anything over a touch on the NFL is monstrous. And it, could it be a blowout? Of course it could. Um, but eight's a lot. So if 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 that's still available. That wouldn't be a terrible pick at all. Um, and also on that Pittsburgh Steelers note, and I know Ben Roethlisberger said something about the Browns and their improvement. He said they're going to surprise people, yeah. And all their improvement. I will say that it's fair to say that the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be the Super Bowl of the Cleveland Browns. When it comes to that last game of the season, when you go from the first game to the last game, if they can win that, regardless what else they do in this season, you did win the Super Bowl as the Cleveland Browns. You guys accomplished what you were supposed to accomplish and like... I don't, you know, I don't want to say like, all right, well, that's the barometer of success for the rest of the year for me. But like, I'm already looking towards that week 17 of like, can they do that? That could be another trap game there, right there this weekend. Actually, is the Pittsburgh Steelers as the Minnesota Vikings head into Pittsburgh to play, and Minnesota Vikings are getting five and a half. I got to tell you, I think Minnesota might be a little bit better than that. Their defense is pretty good, dude. Like, I don't know if I bet that game, but I don't necessarily hate Sam Bradford and five and a half points. I think Sam Bradford might be one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the professional football league. Like, he was a former number one pick, and then there were some injuries happening and some stuff happening. People forget, man, when you're a number one pick, you probably have a little bit of talent. Well, I mean, that's quarterbacks nowadays is that, you know, you get that rookie year, and if you're not a breakout that rookie year, it's like, ah, flop, terrible. The guy sucked. And it's like, well, give him a little bit of time here to develop. <laughs> I'd be interested to see what happens there. Man, I wish we could get Munch. 
He told me he has good Kansas City Royals info for me and some some good. Maybe we just caught him at an inopportune time. If we Trying can track him down. down, we will get him on the program. Man, I hate when that happens to us. I just feel naked. You know that like awful dream when you're like, oh my god, I'm naked in the front of the class. That's what like when you book a guest and you keep telling everybody that's where they're going to be and then they're not there. That's what that feels like. Like, oh my god, I'm naked in the front of the class. Spoiler alert: We are naked in the front of the class. Stansberry Show just doing it in the buff today. Just two dudes standing here. Here's how you know Fantone is lying. Here's how you know. I would never sound this confident while being naked. Ever. Nor would anybody use the word buff. What am I talking about? Fair. What am I talking about? Fair. More Stansberry Show right around the corner. Hang on. Dan Stansberry. Matt Fantone. Just kiss your fruit pigs. The Stansberry Show. Chilling in the studs with my dudes. On Rock 106.9. Hey guys, you got Stansberry here. Before I make any major purchase, you know what I want? I want options. Give me choices. And that's why I chose the Wakeham Auto Family when buying my pre-owned car. Because the Wakeham Auto Family is Stark County's largest pre-owned dealer. Meaning they have more options and more choices for me than anybody else. And if you head to Wakeham.com, that's W-A-I-K-E-M.com, you'll see there. Rock 106.9. Here it comes. A swing and a drive to deep right. Down the line, base hit. Into the corner. Around third. Coming home, Ramirez. It's a game winner for Jay Bruce. And history marches on. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. We're about to do now one of my favorite things maybe I've ever done in the history of my career. I told you guys to start the show out this morning that I started my broadcast journey being a promotions intern for the one and only Mark Munch Bishop. And now... He joins me live on my program. Munch, I feel like we're coming full circle, baby. <laughs> Brother, you know what? It is apropos. It's perfect. I'll tell you what's interesting. Here in the ACDC, Dirty Deeds done dirt cheap. That's right. Think about the rest of baseball. Our Dirty Deeds, Bruce, Lindor, Ramirez, <laughs> heck with the dynamite or high voltage, you know? Man, you are amazing. Dude, this run by the Tribe is pretty damn great, right? You know what? It's unbelievable. I know it ticks me off, Dan, and I've called oh, a few go. people out on it. By the way, media people, when they go, they don't win at all, it won't mean anything. I'm like, wait a minute. Are you enjoying this streak? And they go, right. well, yeah. I go, then it means something. My gosh. Why do people, very few, but just enough to taint our lives, which little is left of mine, <laughs> although I'm only on first base, bro, or even the batter's box, you know that, is that enjoy and revel in what we're seeing, bro. We're seeing history. We're seeing something that hasn't been seen before in any city in a long, 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 long time, if it ever happened. Why can't we just sit back and enjoy the ride? And, bro, I'll tell you, Jay Bruce stepping up last night, what little I do know about sports, I said to somebody at the game, I said, you know what, he was furious. He swung at that first pitch and popped up with bases loaded. He's coming through. And you back up and see Frankie. Two strikes, Dan. Two strikes, and he laces the ball off the wall. This is not just magical. You know what it is? It's guys playing like little leaguers, having fun, having the time in their life, but it's so much more. The stakes are so much higher. I'll tell you why it matters. People are a little bit right. If you don't win the World Series, will the rest of baseball and will the rest of the sports world maybe not remember it as much as we do? Yes. But here's why it matters. It matters to the nacho guy. It matters to the beer vendor. It matters to the parking lot attendant. It matters to the restaurants across the street from Progressive Field. Thank you. For the longest time, LeBron James was the only thing that could drive people downtown. And now, because this streak is happening, you're starting to see more and more people going to the Indians games. So it matters to the daily lives of people of Ohioans who are trying to make a living. Living downtown, so I think it absolutely yeah. does matter. No, 
thank you like that. In fact, flashback wasn't that long ago to 07 when the Cavaliers got swept by the Spurs. Yeah. I knew that they were going to get swept. My only thought, and that's why we, you know, we're cut from the same cloth, man, is that I'm saying at least win one game so we can have one more game of people downtown patronizing. Dan, i got to tell you something. Some little places, you know, right on Huron, not to change this and that, yep. they've come right out and told me so much, we can finally pay our bills right. because, the, because the Cavaliers go into the playoffs and because the Indians last year, yeah, it does matter. The hot dog vendor. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, It matters to him. It matters to him. He's feeding his kids because of that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's 2017, though, Munch, and people just want to complain about stuff. And I feel like, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe as Northeast Ohio fans, you know, we, we've kind of lost perspective on the decades of just downtrodden and defeated attitude that we had. Sure. I mean, it, it, we were the joke of ESPN for decades, and now all of a sudden it feels like, you know, got you've, LeBron, got, got the Indians, right, you've got the, the Indians the on Browns fire. Are on the men. The Cavaliers are a, are a contender when it comes to it, whether you want to admit it or not. And there's some optimism about the Cleveland Browns. So as somebody who's been behind the microphone, been in front of the camera for decades of Northeast Ohio sports. Um, is this the best time to be a sports fan that you've ever experienced? Good question. Well, do you know what? I will say this, and again, flashing back not that long ago, uh, a decade in 07, you gotta remember the Cavaliers went to the finals, the Browns actually were 10-6, and six, and they'll be lucky to reverse that this year, although it'll be improvement. And the Indians, sadly, had the Red Sox up 3-1. to one. But you know what? There are things on the uptick. I'll tell you now. And, Dan, we've discussed this. Sure. The Cavaliers will be better this year than last year when everything is said and done. you got the Indians run. And, yeah, I'm seeing improvement out of the Browns. And by the way, guys, I'm going to call my shot right now on the Stansberry Show. Here we go. That they may go into the game winless, but when the Bengals come in the fourth week, we are going to kick the you-know-what out of them. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I, I said this morning I think the Browns cover the eight-point spread this week against the Ravens. We'll see if that happens Sunday again. Join me at TDs. I'll be at the Lake Cable Jackson location, 1230 to 230 on Sunday. Munch, let me ask you, what do the yes. Indians need to do from this point forward to make sure that they win the World Series? What has to happen now? Bro, you are going to crack up because it's so simple. and something I mentioned over a month ago before the streak started. Okay. They just need to play what they're capable of playing. They don't have to go over and above. You know, you could say, well, you know, let's make that catch in left field, El Monte, which disappointed me last night, but they bounced back. Just play what you're capable of doing, and you will win it all. Got some other tidbits for you guys. A couple of years Absolutely. ago, I actually bonded. A good friend of mine does middays in Kansas City, Sorin Petro, uh, was out there uh, coming back from a vacation, stopped to see him, and he actually hangs out with some of the Royals. This was the year after they won. And I said, what happened, guys? What did you do? They said, you know what? By taking the Giants to seven games and losing, we found out what it took to win, and we dedicated ourselves That's every day point. for that. Well, remember last year? Yeah. After game seven against the Cubs, Tito yes. came out and said, hold your head high, and let's get ready for next year. That's what the Indians have been doing. But something else, talking to some guys from KC last night, is they felt their best chance to win a game was with the young Jacob Junis last night, because the kid is young, doesn't know pressure, just wants to go out and rock and roll and pitch, all right? Now, yeah. Vargas tonight might have a good, good record, but the Kansas City Royals right now, guys, they are defeated. They feel that they're going to get swept the next three. If you see the Indians get a three-zip, four-zip lead tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday, Kansas City is going to freaking wave the flag. You're going to see people that I don't even have on the press box roster.
<laughs> I um I, I think you made a great point in there, Munch, that these dudes are going out there and they're just playing. You you, you bring up the fact of or the opinion that just having fun. They they look like they're little leaguers out yeah. there and they look like they're ready to run through a wall for each other. And when you've got a a, a, a I think a finalist, I think a, a probably the you know Cy Young winner in Corey Kluber, when you've got what I view as the MVP in, in, in J Ram, and when you've got one of the best young dynamic, you know, players in Francisco Lindor, all those dudes deserve a ton of credit. We can list off guys. Jay Bruce has been phenomenal. You know, Edwin's done his thing. But what this all boils down to and what it all comes back to for me is somebody that you did mention, and that's Tito. Talk about how this guy has impacted this Cleveland Indians ball club. Rose, are you ready for this? Is that after that left coast trip, we all remember it, all-star game, Jay yeah. Ram looked great. Everybody was having a good old time. Frankie actually looked a little lost. Struck out on an outside pitch. We're like, okay, everything will be fine. We go to Oakland and San Francisco, play the two last-place teams in each league. We come out of there one and five. We were living. I'll tell you someone else who was disappointed, not angry. It was Tito. Something he's rarely done, and I love giving this up on the Fansbury show. He called a team meeting. He may not call any on a yearly basis. Wow. And he challenged the players, gents. He said, who do you want to be? What is your identity? And what do you want to do going forward? That's on you. I That's love you. it. Yeah, I love Joe it. Gibbs. Yeah, Joe Gibbs used to do this coaching the the Redskins. You know, all the prep would be done, and you can get all fired up. But right before they took to the field, he'd point to the tunnel guys and say, "It's y'all's team." Go get him. It's y'all's team. It's you. And that's what Tito asked these guys. Who they were. Oh, man. You guys are giving me goosebumps. That's only usually from the wife. I, I, I love it. <laughs> I love it. We're talking to Mark Munch Bishop joining us on the program this morning. And Fantone actually touched on the next question I want to ask you, and that is, do you think Corey Kluber wins the Cy Young this year? Brother, there is no doubt in my mind. And see, Guys, you know, you're hitting me at a good time because I'm not on until 3 o'clock today. That's right, yeah. Of course, Fox, Fox Sports 1350, 1350. yeah. This is talking to some New York guys. They're going to love this. They're buddies of mine, but they always have to get little dates and are like, you know what, watch. Since we're from New York and better than everybody and know more than everybody, it's like, okay, come on. You know, what do you need, Merle? That kind of thing. He goes, we were talking in the press box the other day, and there's no way, shape, or form that Kluber cannot win the Cy Young. We were actually nice. saying to each other, what freaking planet is this guy from? Right. Throw out his bio. They, they, they just say he's superhuman. Yeah, and he... they, you know, they don't know where he's from. Yeah, you know, and here's something else, too. Even at Kluber's losses, he has not been worked over. Sale has been worked over by the Indians a couple times. The Yankees worked them over about a week ago. Yeah. People are going to look at that, too, and say, good record, good RA, but, man, a couple good teams bashed his brains in. They're going to notice that even when Cooper does lose, he is just unflappable. I wish he'd smile a little bit more, Me though, too. guys. You know that? Me, too. <laughs> Uh, me too. We're talking to Mark Munch Bishop. You can catch him here locally in the afternoons. Uh, Fox Sports uh, Radio 1350. Munch, I want to switch to football. I have two questions for you before I let you go. You may. The first one is, is Deshaun Kaiser the real deal? You know, right now, I feel he is. I got a chance to have Ricardo Lewis on the program receiver last night. He feels he is. And you know, the way I think he is is that, okay, number one, Exactly what happened last Sunday happened. Held the ball too long a couple times. Right, he didn't rookie want to stuff. Pick. It's rookie he stuff. He couldn't identify some things. Thank golly he's big and strong because he got licked a few times, okay? Yeah, he uh, did. He's going to go. There's a problem, them. though. And I don't know if Ray Farmer's consulting. Uh, and, again, I will say this because I won't back down on things. Sashi and his stooges because I don't believe analytics. You know, I believe football people should pick players. The problem is this. Who does he have dependable to throw the football to? That's going to mean a lot. It can, 
Isaiah Crowell block in the block backfield. It wasn't Isaiah's running, which was bad last week, but he was horrific blocking. Don't get the kid killed. Catch the free guys. Danny, my son played Division three football. The first day of practice, the coach said, you know what? We're not going to throw footballs to you. You're a receiver. You're supposed to catch. We're going to teach you how to block. So these guys by now, if they can't catch, they're not going to catch. I like get them out of here. Get guys in there to catch the football. It's just going to hurt Deshaun's progress. We're talking to Mark Munch Bishop. Again, you can catch him locally in the afternoon, Fox Sports 1350, weekdays at 3. Munch, I got one more question for you because you, yes, you are the biggest Buckeyes fan I know. <laughs> Thank and you. so when Baker Mayfield stuck that flag in the O at, at, at the shoe, you were the first thing I thought of. So let me ask you, does yep. Ohio State still have a chance to win the national title this year? There is no doubt in my mind that they do, but they've got to get it together quickly. So many fingers, and it's easy to do. Point at J.T. Barrett. Most people, when they take a step back, saying, wait a minute, why are they calling his plays? Why are they having J.T. run more times in a tailback? But, yes, they do. Uh, the defensive line going nine deep, they're getting gashed. Uh, receivers are going to have to, you know, you're in Ohio State. Dan and Matt, if I'm a starter, you're behind me. Say, so you know what, much? You can't separate. Dan Collins going in. You don't yeah. separate Stansbury's going in. That kind of thing. But the, the thing is this with Baker Mayfield, too, guys. You know me. I'm from 53rd at Broadway in Theater City. <laughs> there I love Rush to do it if I'm out there, there okay? But Mark. as a fan, I'm looking at it thinking, you know what? There was a simple answer to this. Win the freaking game. Absolutely. Absolutely. Win the freaking game. I have been, I have actually been to an OSU game with Munch. Dude, that guy, <laughs> dude, you can walk on water down there. So I know, I know if I need any Buckeye info that I can find it from you. Munch, I'm being asked by multiple, multiple members of the audience if I can make yes. you being on the program a Friday feature. And my man, I'm all for it. You know I love you. You're my favorite person in Ohio. And dude, I would not be where I'm sitting right now if it were not for the help and direction that you gave me early on in my career. And so we would like to extend you the offer to be on every Friday with us if you're down. Let's get it done, brother, in a big, big way. But again, man, again, you're, te- you're cheering me up because I've learned more from you than I have just about anybody else. And you know what else? Matt Tone's a pretty damn good dude, too. Yeah, he'll get it there. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? We'll work with him together, Munch. We will get Fanto there. My man, thank you so much, man. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Catch Munch weekday afternoons, 3 o'clock on 1350. Munch, we'll talk to you again next time. All right, keep me rocking, boys. Absolutely. We'll be right back with more Sansbury Show. You guys hang on. Dan Stansbury, Matt Fantone. Just kiss your fruit cakes. The Stansbury Show. Chilling in the studs with my dudes. On Rock 106.9. Hey, guys, you got Stansbury here. When talking firearms, you know what you want? Knowledge, safety, training. And that's the mantra over at Great American Shooting Sports, North Canton's newest and best indoor firing range. Great American Shooting Sports has an amazing rental section. You can actually rent a Century Arms AK-47 for just $20. They also have a Smith & Wesson AR-15 that you can rent for $20. Bucks. Great American 106.9. And welcome back to the Sands Ray Show on Rock 106.9. One more time, I want to thank Mark Munch Bishop for joining us. You can catch him weekday afternoons at 3 on Fox Sports 1350 here locally. I'm going to be saying brother all day. Brother, brother, homie, G-Force. <laughs> he had them all back in the day, bro. Dude, let me just tell you, I love him. I really do. He's one of my favorite people ever, and I'm not kidding. Like I would not be where I was without him. He taught me so much about this business, but I 
dude, working for him was tough because of, of the because of the energy. And like, I would roll in early in the morning, and I'd be like, "Oh my god, I'm hungover, tired, or whatever it was." And he'd be like, "Look, homie, you need to call the Pro Football <laughs> You need to call the Hall of Fame. You need to do this." And I'm like, "Oh my god, what just he just dude in 30 seconds you just whipped out nine hours worth of stuff I need to do, and I caught about two of it. And then like he would be gone for the the next three hours, and you'd be sitting there go, "What else did he tell me to do?" <laughs> One of those dudes, I'm sure, too, you wanted to live up to the expectations. Oh, yeah. I mean, a highly reputable and highly respected broadcaster in this area. So, like, yeah, I'm sure that was Dude, big he, shoes to fill for He you. was intense. Like, intense. When he ran the promotions department, like, let's say we were working a show at the Odeon. Right. He would make us go the night before. We'd have to banner the entire fence, both sides of the street, the night before, park the van in front of the club, and sleep in the van Jeez. to make sure no other radio station got signage anywhere near the venue. Because that was what radio was back then. You beat the street and you win. It was us versus you. It wasn't like, well, we'll just sign all these other radio stations to our streaming platform, and now we're kind of all in it together, and we'll all hold hands. And like, No, it was us versus you back in the day when I got in. And he took that more seriously than any man or woman I have ever met in this industry. He's the consummate professional, that guy. And he does. He demands excellence if you work for him. And it was tough because I don't have that in me. (laughs) (laughs) So that that was hard. I I didn't have a lot of that. With it being Friday, a lot of you are going to hit the bars and try to find somebody to take home with you, right? And I totally understand it. If I wasn't working at the Agora, that's what I would be doing. Okay? So I have a list here of a couple of things that women say are non-starters. Like, I'm just a dude. I'm done. This turns me off, and I don't want it. Okay. And so uh, I I have one of them here is like, I'm sorry, but if men are chewing tobacco, I can't get over the smell, taste, and the spitting. It's over. I'm out. And normally I'd be like, well, that's a little judgmental, but I'm kind of with her on that one. Um, yes, dude, I would love to be able to say, kick the dust up and put a dipper in and it would all go away. But I mean, I can understand why people don't necessarily Unless want you're in like a country bar, a then tobacco yeah. chewer. But even at that point, though, just because you're just because you're at the dusty armadillo doesn't mean that you want, you know, some dude with half of his lip falling off there. Like, I, I, I don't think that's I don't think that's like judgmental of her at all. I think that's just the same thing as not wanting a smoker. Yeah, that's fair enough. Right? That's fair enough. Uh, another one here again. This is you know pretty standard. You should know by now. Quit asking for nudes or don't try to send her nudes. She's like, I don't want to see your penis. It's never going to turn me on. It's not part of that. And you know you got to realize, dude, women are less visual than men are. I know women will look at abs or look at like a you know how hot a guy is, but they are much less visual. Not that they're not visual at all, but they are much less visual than men are. And let me tell you, your penis is much less visually appealing than you than think it boobs. is. Right. I know, like you're like, oh no, dude, I've got the dong. This one's the one that's going to pull them all in. And no, you don't. You no, just you have don't. an average one just like the rest of us, no, dude. Quit taking pictures of if it. it. If it doesn't reach past your stomach, don't take a photo of it. What are you? What the hell are you thinking? Another thing they say here is like when guys try to pick them up, dismissing all my interests and ideas as stupid or not smart enough. Well, yeah, that's idiotic. If you're trying to sleep with a woman, you should act as if what she has said is the most intelligent thing you've ever heard. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't want to get this into the conversation of what mansplaining and, and that, but like if you talk derogatory if down to somebody, if you're like looking down your nose Male at or them, female, I'm not going to be interested nobody's, in that. Yeah, nobody's going to want to be a part of that. Another big turnoff for women, anything with a fedora. They said, just look, Ugh. stop. There are certain things that look good on TV that don't look good on average people walking around. The fedora is one of them. What TV show do they look good in? You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to have a very, very specific style to even try that. And even then, dude, the only way I could see a fedora is if, like, you're an old dude on a boat or something. Like, then you're all right. But, dude, if you're if you're under the age of 50, what are you, what are you doing? Look, I'm bringing the Rat Pack back. Right, no, 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 right, no, 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 you're not. No, another one. 
one here. Martha says, not being able to have a good time without being drunk and or high is another non-starter for me. Like, if it's absolutely like we have to be doing shots for you to have a good time with me, I'm out on that. Um, that's, I can understand that. That's tough. And, you know, when you start to date somebody and in the beginning it is just like, oh, hey, we'll go to the bar. We'll have drinks and we'll do this. And, like, you know, you you, you do count on the social lubricant to kind of, like, make the relationship easier. But once you cut that off and it's like, no, we have to sit at, at one of our houses sober and, like, talk to each other, it's a transition for sure. It definitely is. I think there's a ma- major difference between a glass of wine right. or maybe a beer while you're waiting for your food to be delivered versus, like, let's go do tequila shots all right. night and get hammered. Another thing here that women say is just like a non-starter like if you interrupt me the this woman says here i'll let it slide three times anytime after three times you interrupt me i'm out and you're never gonna have another chance ever again that's an interesting line for her to draw three times and you're like and now you're three strikes like baseball and i mean that's you know that's fine that's a respect thing like when somebody else is talking to jump on top and be like no blah 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 blah. it's like dude no this is my platform this is when i'm speaking you just asked me the question why are you cutting me off Right. right exactly right so bragging about past sexual conquest is another thing that women say is a total turnoff, which again, I don't know why a grown man would have to be told that. Dude, I banged so many hot chicks. Like, yeah, you're an idiot. Like, if you think that's what she wants to hear out of you, you're a complete idiot and you deserve to masturbate. She (laughs) said, you do. That's what you deserve. That's exactly like you're too stupid to have sex. You just are. She said, another one here says, being constantly insecure about your penis size. She says, look, guys, nobody cares about your penis size as much as you do. I will guarantee you that. And I would agree that most people, most women probably, now there are size queens out there. There are those. And another one here is bragging about your personal wealth, even in a joking manner. Don't try to work in how much money you have, the kind of car you drive, none of that stuff. Just prove all that stuff. You don't need to talk about it. You know what I mean? Like, I think once you guys go, once you guys go to Luca, you know, 12 times, she's going to be like, oh, damn. Once you got, once you pick her up in a BMW, it's like, oh, damn, this guy's got some money. Like, you right. don't, don't brag about it. She'll be, be able to pick it, it up by, by where you go, right. what you do, how you dress, those kind of things. Having dingy sheets. She says, no res- self-respecting woman would ever want to sit on, let alone have sex on month old bedding where many nights of nocturnal swamp ass is oh. literally baked in the. <laughs> Baked into the comforter. I thought that was funny. I did think that was funny. And she's right. Change your sheets. Like, ew. What's yeah, the matter that's, with you? That is uh, number one thing I tell guys in their house, like, and you want to take care of is your bathroom. Number two is your bed. Like, you have to put clean sheets on. And that's not even to have sex. That's just to be a human being. Like, to not be dirty. Right. If you're not changing your sheets once every two weeks, guys, you got to do that. I, I got to do, do that. I like the once a week method. But if you tell me, like, you know what, once a pay period, once I, every two weeks, I'm not going to look at you crazy. I'm single, a single dude. Like, that's fine. But, right. hey, dude, if you're going a month plus, without washing your sheets? What the hell is wrong with you? I got two more of these, and I think they're important. And it's guys who treat women they don't find attractive like crap. Now, here's what I will tell you. is I'm a little guilty of this. Not that I will treat you like crap, because I don't feel like you should treat anybody like that. But I am probably more likely to listen to somebody I find attractive than somebody I don't. Um, human nature there. I don't think that's necessarily like a shortcoming of you. Um, but I will say as somebody in a relationship and like in this relationship that I'm very happy with, I see a future in and I feel like, all right, I don't necessarily have to like have anything back burnered or anything. It's amazing. The freedom that comes along with that, because once upon a time, if a hot chick was saying anything, I was like, yeah, okay, uh-huh, I believe uh-huh, you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And if it was, if it was an unattractive chick, I would be like, eh, yeah, whatever. Now I can like actually speak to women and listen to them via their merit as opposed to like, well, would I have sex with you? God, that sounds 
was awful. I wasn't even <laughs> listening to you. <laughs> just sounds terrible. And the last one here on the list is comparing me to other girls constantly. Seriously, it's not what I signed up for, dude, is what she's saying. What's what Meadow's saying. And again, I see this a lot while working behind the bar. Or, and, and I have in years past, where a guy thinks what I'll do is tell this girl how much better she is than my last girlfriend. And I know that's what you think sounds like something good. Well, what? I'm telling her she's awesome. No, what you're really telling her is that secretly you're not over the last girlfriend on some level because you keep thinking about her and you keep bringing it up. Shut up about your last girlfriend and how much better this new girl is. You want her to know that? Don't tell her. Show her and she'll be happier. I'm going to give you me walking back words I said. I have to eat some of my words. I've been proven wrong by math. You get that next on Rock 106.9. Dan Stansbury. Matt Fantone. Just kiss your fruit cakes. The Stansbury Show. Chilling in the studs with my dudes. On Rock 106.9. Hey guys, you got Stansbury here for TD's Tailgate Grill. You can find me at their newest location, Lake Cable Jackson, right next to Fiddlesticks, every Sunday from 1230 to 230 as I'm watching the Browns games with you guys. If you stop by, you can grab yourself a $2 pint and you get to keep the glass. I'll also have some radio station prizes with me as well. We can hang out and watch the game together. If the Browns are not your thing, good news. All TD's Tailgate Grill locations, all three locations have NFL Sunday ticket, meaning every single game, every play, you can catch it at TD's. And with TD's being rated the number one sports bar in all of Canton by the Canton Repository, you know what that means? There's 43 TVs for you to check out all the action. No matter what it is you're looking for, TD's Tailgate Grill would be happy to show it to you. Now, at the location I'm at, Lake Cable Jackson, they also have three gringos. If you don't know, that is fantastic Mexican food as well. As a matter in fact, I did their El Diablo challenge, which was a 12-inch burrito filled with spicy chorizo, pepper jack cheese, gringos pep. Canton's Rock Station, Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show and Rock 106.9. Just sent somebody else out to Las Vegas for the 2017 iHeartRadio Music Festival. Now, that's our last keyword for this program. Now, the good news is Teresa, coming up at 11 o'clock, has your next opportunity. She'll do it for you at 11, 1, 2, and 3. And then Fishhead will have three opportunities for you at 4, 5, and 6. And then Nikki 6 will give you one more at 8 o'clock tonight. But then that's it. Today is the last day to win your way out to the iHeartRadio Music Festival. So be checking out Teresa this morning at 11 o'clock. I, um, I enjoy being right. Yeah, you do. And when I'm right... I shove it in your face about how right I am. And so I've always then felt that if that's the case and I want to do that, that what I need to do on the opposite side of that is when I'm wrong, admit that I have been wrong. Okay? And I feel as if maybe some of this math I'm reading here might prove that I was wrong about the NFL rating. I kept saying last year when the NFL ratings were down in the early part of the season, it was during the presidential election. Now, the Super Bowl did a huge rating from what I remember, right? But that's the Super Bowl, and it's always going to do a rating, whatever, right? So we have week one NFL ratings. Last year, you were kind of correct in the sense of it was a much bigger dip in the presidential election, but after November, it was also a dip. I think it was down like 20% while the election was going on and down a couple of percentage points as after post-election. So I have the week one NFL ratings from this season so far, and they're abysmal. They were down 13% year to year, week one. Now, one of the things that is true, and I think held people's attention away from the NFL this week is the hurricane coverage was all over TV. 
the hurricane coverage beat the NFL rating. Wow. That's crazy. Wow. Dude. So something's going on with the NFL product. Is it the I'm not watching this till Kaepernick gets a job? I would imagine some of it probably is. Is it, I'm not watching it because these clowns won't stand up during the national anthem? I'm sure some of it is. I'm sure those definitely played a part in this. But the NFL's got an issue here. And let me tell you where the big issue is. You got about a year or two more of Brady. I don't care what Brady tells you. He's not playing till 50. It's not going to happen. Right? So you got about a year or two left of Brady. You got about a year or two left in Big Ben. Drew Brees is at the end. Carson Palmer's at the end. You better hope, NFL. You better hope. You better hope that Derek Carr pops. You better hope that Marcus Mariota pops. You better hope Deshaun Kaiser pops. Because, dude, this is a quarterback-driven league, and the best quarterbacks we've seen in forever are leaving the game. None of those dudes sounds exciting enough to me. I don't care what happens with Derek Carr. I don't care how much money he makes. He's not going to replace a a Tom Brady or a Peyton Manning. Nobody's replacing Tom Brady. Nobody's giving you five championships. On the field, of course not. Definitely not. But I'm just saying as like a marketable star, not just like as as a quarterback, I'm saying as the face of the NFL, I don't know how you replace the dude. Any, it's like replacing Howard, and like you can try to put somebody else in that role, but dude, they're gonna flop. They are. David Lee Roth. It's exactly what happened. There's a good young crop of quarterbacks out there, but if these guys don't end up being what they can be, this league might be in trouble. Yeah, I mean, it's quarterback play that you watch. Who you're right? Who are we talking about? Marcus Mariota. We're talking about Teddy Bridgewater. We're talking about uh, who's who, hurt. All oh, right, I mean, who, may a, never play a, a, again. Andrew Luck. I mean, we're talking about dudes who just don't have that same like. There's no. I mean, dude, Aaron Rodgers is probably the best who has the most time left in the tank. What does he have? Another five years? Tops, maybe. Yeah. I mean, mean, now he keeps his body in check the way Brady does a little bit. I mean, he kind of works on it and, you know, he he takes it pretty seriously and and all that. But, I mean, dude, like I saw Tom Brady the other day on TV. He doesn't even look like a 40 year old man. He doesn't. Like, he looks fantastic. But, like, the NFL might be in trouble here, dude. Like, if these young quarterbacks don't pop. Now, I kept saying all last year, oh, it's the presidential election. It's not that people are saturated with the NFL. It's not that they're for the, the fact that there's too many games on, but maybe there is. Maybe it is. Maybe it's like, dude, Sunday, Thursday, Monday. Like, I don't know who's playing when. Maybe that's part of it. Oh, it's a perfect storm of all things. All these things we've talked about so far playing that you throw in CTE, you throw in concussions, you throw in those issues. And yes, that all plays with it. Oversaturation of the product. Undeniable. And I would say, I mean, week one was pretty poor this past, you know, this NFL season. Yeah, but, but you is, didn't know that going in. And right, this is one week one versus week one down 13%. It's right. not like we're talking. It's year to year. Right. It's not like we're talking they're down from the Super Bowl. Um, I do find it funny that, you know, two groups who are on such opposite sides of an issue when it comes to the Kaepernick and, you know, kneeling. Are uh, choosing the, the same method. Right. And you it's guys crazy. are both, you, you're both giving the, the same goal there. So it's like, are you guys really that far apart from each other? Which is pretty bad if you're the NFL, right? When both groups opposing you are choosing the same method to go about it. Now, let's, I found this number to be interesting. Thursday night season opener between the Patriots and Chiefs. Rated at 14.6. Now, that's still a pretty decent rating for television, right? But those are two huge franchises with rabid fan bases, okay? That was 12% down from 2016 and 17.5% down from 2015. So what does that tell you? That's a slow, gradual slide downward over the last two years. This is basically proving that I have been wrong about this issue. Um... 
I, I, I would say a part of what the NFL could do, and I guess the Patriots going up against the Chiefs kind of flies in the face of this, is like, well, dude, make week one important. Don't college football it and be like, oh, week one, it's the Buckeyes versus the Zips. Like, no, dude, put, put you know. But, I mean, dude, Browns versus Steelers feels like it's supposed to be important. You got the Chiefs out there going, to, you know, if, I guess you can't tell the future, but they do need to make it, you know, imperative that when it comes to football, like, we're all chomping at the bit to get back at it. We all want to be that, and then you pay off for us. Like, give us that week one, like, oh, my God, did you see this? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm being asked if, if cord cutters are part of this problem. Of course, it's going sure. to be a factor. It's That's going to be, be a factor, but they do look at whether or not you were watching it online or whatever. The, the NFL is looking. They, trust me, they're watching everything that you're watching to see who's watching what. Cord cutters, of course, are going to play a part of it. The yeah, we, you can't deny that. The availability to watch highlights on Facebook and Twitter. Versus like, a four-hour game. Of course, that's yeah. going to play a part in it. They do. They have a perfect storm coming up against them right now. And I think the problem with the NFL is that like when you're at the top, there's only one way to go. Like, and it's down. The MLB and the NBA are facing the exact same issues, but they're not in that position. They're not top of the pops. They're not in that position to lose. Like, the NFL's only got one place to go. You better hope these young quarterbacks pop, because that's what everybody wants to see. That's I mean, dude, Manning kept the AFC, and, and dude, Manning and Brady kept the AFC alive forever. When Brett Favre retired, we saw a dip. It's all about quarterbacks. And if Mariota and Derek Carr and Deshaun Kaiser and Prescott, Deshaun yeah. Watson and Dak Prescott, if these guys don't end up being what they're supposed to be, I'm telling you, this league might be in more trouble than I was willing to admit. Now, I did take this piece of information from a guy who listens to the program every day, and I think think this is interesting. He says, dude, the weather's still too good. I don't start watching NFL on Sundays until it's like snow and I don't want to leave my house. They're still, I'm still taking my kids and doing things in the afternoon on Sunday when it's nice out. I'm not watching TV. Now, I would say maybe that's it. But remember, we're down 13% year to year, week one to week one. So I don't know if that necessarily translates. Now, I know it does for you, and that's a decent point, and I'm sure some of it is that. Global warming strikes again there. <laughs> Yeah, it does. But if I'm the NFL, if I'm Roger Goodell, I am praying Derek Carr and Marcus Mariota become what they're supposed to be because those are like the next like stud quarterbacks that are out there. And if they don't pop, this league might be in more trouble than I was willing to admit. We have TSO tickets to give you. And again, 945, you get my NFL bet that I love. We'll give you that at 945 on Rock 106.9. Dan Stansbury. Matt Fantone. Just kiss your friend, Pigs. The Stansbury Show. Chilling in the studs with my dudes. On Rock 106.9. Hey guys, you got Stansbury here. Before you know it, winter's going to be here. The Browns are playing football. You know what that means. Snow is on its way. And if you're driving a car you're not really secure about, imagine getting stuck in a snowstorm on the middle of 77 broken down. That sounds awful. And there's no reason for you to go through it. The Wakeham Auto Family is Stark County's largest pre-owned dealer. Meaning no matter what it is you're looking for, make, model, price range, whatever it is, Wakeham has it. And with Wakeham dealing with over 30 different lenders, no matter what your credit issues are, Wakeham will get you financed. You can start looking through the pre-owned inventory online at Wakeham.com. That's W-A-I-K-E-M.com. You'll see there, like I said, they are Stark County's largest pre-owned dealer. Over 500 pre-owned cars for you to take a look at. You can also find them in person. That's at West Huskin Lincoln Way between Canton and Maslin. That's where the Wakeham Auto Mile is. If you head up there, you can do what I did. You can save the Wakeham Way. Stop driving a car you're not happy with. I did it under six months ago, and it was one of the best decisions I've ever made. Check out Wakeham.com. 069. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 1069. Lee hit me up on Twitter and said, man, 
I'll tell you what I want to see. I'm curious to see how the NCAA football TV ratings are compared to the NFL this year and itself from last year to see, is this people out on sports or is this because politics are affecting the professional sports landscape the way they aren't the collegiate sports landscape? And he might yeah. be right about that. Good point. Good thought process there. Um, Not exactly crazy, right? I um, I just do. I, I'll tip my hat to the NCAA for just being as Teflon as humanly possible, dude. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know there's a lot of people who are very worked up about you know kneeling for the national anthem and stuff like that. But dude, more and more stuff keeps coming out about Penn State and Joe Paterno knowing that he, that that stu- that children were being molested and raped in showers. And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, well, well, whatever, we'll move on. And it's just like, God, dude, I get it. You're pissed about the national anthem, but. I don't know. I'm a little bit more pissed about kids getting raped, right? I think that's a little bit, maybe I'm reaching here, but I think that's because people are still going to go to the games, A, because people love football, but B, it wasn't the students, and the coaching staff that was there when that was happening is now gone, and so do you keep? Do you continue to persecute the, the university? I mean, I take your point, and I don't think it's crazy, but I, I think maybe that's why that happens. But the organization, the 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 league, the NCAA reinstated Penn State. Like it, it, that's my problem, and they're good. It's not that those students. It's not like the football players today at Penn State had anything to do with that. I agree one hundred percent. There's no use in like you know booing them, but it's just like God, dude, you reinstated a program where child rape was being covered up, and everyone's like, eh, well, yeah. So well. like, I remember the Paterno thing, right? Right. You remember what happened then? Do you remember what happened? Instead of protesting what happened, they protest the fact that Paterno, they, they were they, they were taking him out. Save Joe Pa! Are like, you kidding me? I, re- I remember tweeting it out that night. Like, look at what college kids are protesting now versus what they did in the 60s. Look how far we have fallen as a country. Sure, sure. And you know what? I, I guess we could get pissed and be like, oh, dude, that's... But, dude, Michael Jackson still gets played on the radio Exa- every single day. Dude, I always point that every out. Like, day. dude, I think that's a little weird. Okay. Right? Yeah. I, just, I just think that's weird. Well, taking a knee. That's too much, I- sir. <laughs> I have a couple of comments here, and again, this goes back to what I was talking about, because everybody this last year is like, well, we have to be more inclusive, and don't body shame me, and don't do this, and don't do that, right? right? And yet, when the Floyd Mayweather-Conor McGregor fight came up, I said to everybody, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, all these athletes, we we don't want to support all this stuff, but meanwhile, here's a white beater, and an honest-to-God racist, and you guys are lining up to pay 50 bucks, 60 bucks, $100, or whatever it costs to watch these guys fight. It's weird where that line goes when we want to see things versus when we don't. Since, you know, your boy LeBron James was in the house for that fight, and all these other athletes are in there, it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, what about all these causes? And now I have some comments here by Floyd Mayweather. All right. Floyd Mather says, President Trump's infamous grab him by the vagina comments. Obviously, I'm cleaning that up because I have to. Yeah, you can't. Because something the the president said, I cannot say on the radio. Now, yes, I know he said it before he became president. Okay, I get that. But he said, that's how a real man talks, Floyd Mayweather said. People don't like the truth. Now, it's important to point out a convicted domestic abuser. Was it doing an interview with Unlo- uh, Hollywood Unlocked? And he says, so he was talking locker room talk. I'm the man, you know what I'm saying? You know who I am. Yeah, I grabbed her by the, and whatever Mayweather was explaining. He says, look, man, this is just the way dudes talk. Now, here's the thing, okay? I'm a man. Half of one, but I'm a man. Yeah, Technically. So is Phantom. Yeah, I mean, you put the two of us together, and we're a man for sure. 
We're like the Voltron of dudes. <laughs> you need both of us. But right, you smash us together. I'm Big Spoon in that situation. <laughs> I'm the Big Spoon in that situation. Right? Like, we will obviously talk about attractive women in the studio when the mics are off. And we'll have frank conversations. And dudes will definitely talk about what it would be like to have sex with, a, with an attractive woman. Of we course. may even walk you through the entire scenario of what it is we would like to do. Be vulgar about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, descriptive in the terms. You're saying but, stuff you can't even say on the radio. And I will admit that men, and I say this to women all the time who bitch about Trump online. It's like, dude, if you had a microphone on your husband while he was at work, he says awful things about women when you're not paying attention. It's just, that is true of men. All right? But I would never tell somebody, oh, yeah, I just walk up and I grab him by the vagina. That I wouldn't do. That is not just how men talk. Yeah. Now, when I say something as, as crass, like I'll even walk you to the edge and tell you what it is. Do guys say things like, man, I'd love to bend her over my desk and do this? Absolutely, that happens. But, but that's very different than here's what I do or what I have done. Right. And I mean, it, it, there's a difference there because when you're talking about like, oh, yeah, this chick at the office, I want to bang her and you be it as descriptive as you want. There's consent like applied there. You're not saying that like I oh I would take without that, her wanting right, it, right? And I would make her do that. There's a huge fundamental difference. Massive there. difference there. Yes, massive difference. I just thought that was so interesting. All these athletes are like, well, you know, there's injustice everywhere. And even though Mayweather beat up his woman and he was convicted for it, right. and Conor McGregor says awful racist things, it's the biggest event. So I'm just going to go and sit in the first five rows of it. Good point. I can't argue with you, that. You lose credibility for the causes you want my attention on when you won't hold your bucket of water on the other side. And that's why I keep trying to tell everybody, pipe down about all the injustice in the world because none of us hold up to the standard. Nobody. Not even LeBron James. It's just the way it is, man. And I love LeBron. I get called a LeBron homer every day. But that is true. All right. I am going to give you my NFL bet of the week, an NFL bet I love. I had to change my game this morning, and Phantom, the line on my original game keeps sliding. It's already down lower than it was when we started the program. But I'll give you the NFL bet I love to end the program next on Rock 106.069. So the Indians split this four-game series with the Red Sox. Cody Allen finishes with a flourish. Santana near the Royals' dugout makes the catch and sweep Kansas City and shut them out all three times. So the Cleveland Indians, five straight wins now. Ball game! The Indians win their sixth in a row. So the Cleveland Indians have swept the doubleheader from the Yankees. They have swept the three-game series. Swung on line to short. Caught by Lindor! The Indians survive in game one. And a major league leading 16 shutouts for the Tribe. And the Indians have a season-best 10-game win streak. So if there was anything the Indians didn't do well today, good luck finding it. The Indians have now won 12 in a row. And the Indians make it 13 consecutive wins, 14 straight. They equal the club record for the longest winning streak in franchise history. For the first time, 15-game winning streak. Club record, 16 consecutive wins for the Cleveland Indians. They've done it again! 17 in a row! Right now, there is no stopping the Cleveland for the Indians. The fourth longest winning streak in Major League history. The Indians have matched the American 
three American League record, winning their 21st consecutive ballgame. Bruce awaiting the 2-0 pitch. Here it comes. A swing and a drive to deep right, down the line, base hit, into the corner, around third, coming home, Ramirez. It's a game winner for Jay Bruce. And history marches on. And history marches on indeed. There you hear Hammy making the call. Your Indians on a historic run. That's just amazing to see. Yeah, I um you can't you can't, you know, look past this moment in the sense of just enjoy this. You know, Munch kind of alluded to it. it, it don't get me wrong, the World Series is gonna happen, and I hope and pray that we walk away with a victory there, but it, enjoy it while you can, man. Absolutely. You Tonight, seven ten. You gotta celebrate it when you can. All right, so I, uh, I've been promoing this all morning, and I told you I was going to give you my NFL bet that I love. And right. when I when I when I when I scheduled this last night, all right, the game I had picked was Philadelphia at Kansas City, and I bet this game last night because the line last night was eight, and you give me Carson Wentz and eight points, even though I know Kansas City defense is good, but they're without Eric Berry now. I thought eight was a lot to give a very good. Eagles team. Eight's a lot to give any NFL team, and you're right. You lose Eric Berry, and you're coming off of a huge moral victory when it comes to you know beating the Patriots. Right. So you feel a little deflated going into that next You might game. be a little too high on yourself, right. and next thing you know, Carson Wentz brings you down to earth. Now that line is Kansas City giving Philadelphia five and a half. I still like it. Don't know if I would have bet it. I bet yeah, it I at know. eight. I have the bet at eight. I also think the Browns cover eight in Baltimore this weekend. I think they lose the game, but they cover the eight. Yeah, yeah. Eight's a lot to give any team. All right. Another game I like. Um, this is not my game of the week, but it, it is a game I like. Is Minnesota at Pittsburgh with Minnesota getting five and a half. Sam Bradford is a better quarterback than you think he is or remember him being. That's, it's now his second year in that system, and now he probably has a better understanding of it. They're probably going to open it up a little bit more and let him throw downfield. And we exposed Pittsburgh just a little bit last week. Now Tomlin will get in their ass about it and have them fired up and ready to go. And Pittsburgh's a way different team at home they're just a way different team at home. And so will they play better this week than last week? I believe so. But I like Minnesota getting the five and a half. But the game I love and the game I will bet today when we are off the air is Green Bay at Atlanta and Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are getting three points on the road in Atlanta. Take Aaron Rodgers and the points. I understand Atlanta was in the Super Bowl last year. I understand they're still a pretty good roster and they run the ball well. And if Green Bay has any knock, it is their defense. So will Atlanta be able to keep Aaron Rodgers off of the field? A little more than I'd like, but if you give me Rodgers and points, I like Rodgers and points. That's fair. Take the Green Bay Packers getting three on the road in Atlanta. That's my NFL bet that I love. Stansberry lock right there. I love I it. Don't, dude, let's not call anything a lock. All right. Okay? You can be wrong about anything, but as a degenerate gambler who cannot <laughs> stop betting sports, the NFL game I love is Green Bay at Atlanta. Aaron Rodgers getting three on the road. I love it. Fantone? Yeah. What's going on this weekend, buddy? Um, well, tonight my girlfriend is actually going out with a couple of friends, Uh-oh. so I've got the I've got the evening Whoa. to myself, and I've got to decide what I'm going to do. Dude, with you it. go to DC for the Juggalo March. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> there's a couple parts of things I could do. Uh, number one, you get Stark County High School football. There's a couple Ooh, decent yeah, games. Maybe like I'll go to one of those. Um, I, getting drunk in downtown Canton, going to Busman sounds right to me for some reason tonight. Um, or watching the Indians win game number 23 on the couch. I I'll I take the combination of two. Give me the Indians on the couch then. 
drunk at Buzz Bin later for the win. There it is. I like All right, it. we'll I, see what happens there. What I, about you? What's the story? Well, tonight I'm going to work. I'm going to be at the Agora for the Queens of the Stone Age Royal Blood Show, which is a fantastic yeah, lineup. I'm very, very pumped about that. I'm a huge Queens of the Stone Age fan. So much booze is going to get sold at that show, dude. That is a drunk show. Yeah. I, I already spent the money betting Green Bay, Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably play a little golf then tomorrow because I hear it's supposed to be nice. And then Sunday from 1230 to 230, you'll be able to find me at the Lake Cable Jackson location of TDs. If you're unaware, it's right next to Fiddlesticks. And I'll be there watching the Browns cover their eight-point spread. Now, if the Browns aren't your thing, I wouldn't worry about it. Still come out and hang out with me because every single TD's location has NFL Sunday tickets. So every game, every play, you can see it right there at TD's. And I should make you aware of this, Steelers fans. They have turned the original TD's location on Tusk into a Steelers like backers Boom. joint. Yeah, exactly. So what you do is you come to Lake Cable Jackson next to Fiddlesticks and see me Sunday. For, we'll watch the Browns cover eight together. Aside from that, we're done for the day. We'll be back at it live Monday morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9. You guys have a safe weekend. See you. Dan Stansbury. Matt Fantone. Just kiss your fruit cakes. The Stansbury Show. Chilling in the studes with my dudes. On Rock 106.9.